This is the One Piece Podcast, episode 569, for the week of Sunday, May 12th, 2019. My name is Zach. My name is Ed. My name is Steve. And my name is Nice. <laughs> I was waiting for that joke. Uh, on today's show, we have very special guest translator for One Piece in Shonen Jump and Manga Plus. We have Stephen Paul with us. How's it going, Stephen? Uh, you have to say now, I'm not just a special guest and official translator, but you also right. have to say of One Piece and Samurai 8. Oh, I oh, thought you were yeah. I thought you were barking up the American treasure route that uh, one of our oh, fans was yeah, suggesting. That was, that's that too. We can throw that in there. We can talk about it. Yeah, so, call so the Stephen, hero. <laughs> Stephen, you're uh, translating the new Kishimoto uh, manga from Shonen Jump, so that's the that's right. author of Naruto. Uh, do you want to no, tell us about I'm it? I'm just waiting for um, what's his name to come back. Uh, Kubo. <laughs> Kubo. Kubo uh, yeah. We get all three of them. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, yeah. So and Toriyama. I am working on the uh, the new Kishimoto series, Samurai Eight. I've mentioned it last couple of weeks, but uh, the first chapter is already out, and uh, I think it's uh, pretty sweet so far. Uh, so if you are a, a fan of Naruto, or if you like a uh, samurai sci-fi kind of stuff with some uh, like Buddhist references, so just kind of a big old smorgasbord of uh, some of Kishimoto's interests. Um, you should uh, check that out. The first chapter is out at 70 plus pages, so it's a, a nice chunk of reading, and um, we're, we're going to see where it goes. Super interested to see that. We also have with us Anime News Network writer. He is our anime recap host. He's been off for the last few weeks. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Sam, how's it going? Hey, Zach. Uh, going pretty good. Just saw Detective Pikachu last night. How was that? It was okay. It wasn't great. Uh, okay but it looks it's nice. not it's it's not it's not total embarrassment either so i mean that's really better the, than the sonic hedgehog right yeah <laughs> well, oh my god they had the know. trailer for they had the trailer for sonic in front of pikachu uh, uh to make it look I, good by comparison <laughs> i guess i don't it, oh man it's just some weird people are, it, some people are talking weird about looking at it as something other than just like an internet joke it's like oh i'm seeing this in like a movie theater with a crowd watching the sonic the hedgehog trailer <laughs> People were making jokes about all the kids there to see Pokemon crying when they saw Sonic. <laughs> exactly. So the anime recap has been off for a little bit, Sam. Do you want to explain what's going on in the anime right now and why we haven't done the, a recap? The anime is making my job very difficult right now, is the long and short of it. Yeah, so they're only showing like five minutes of new material each episode and the rest is all clips from previous arcs is that yeah is that it's it's a anything? it's a clip show if the footage if the original footage is was from the hd era they, they're just like doing a clip show uh if it's like uh, for alabasta was this week so they're reanimating that uh drum island looks like it's going to be next week um and the 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 redrawn stuff doesn't look terrible but it's not like oh like i i want to like sit down it's just it's not fun to watch mm-hmm. yeah which sucks go ahead Looks looks better a little bit. Looks a little bit better than the uh, movie eight one. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, not a high bar there. Um, I, I wanted to say also the thing is this is really important material that is like being kind of stuffed into a uh, a bunch of clip shows. So I hope uh, yeah. people who have not read the manga do take the chance to watch the anime, even if it is 
or at least it's skip a, to the parts. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, it sucks because it's it's important material, but it doesn't feel important when it's coming when it's like dripping out this slow. Yeah, like it doesn't so, feel like anything has happened. But so, are like, you saying I should record the episodes and cut them up and in, into a, an all new One Piece episode out of like five different episodes? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically yeah, what I, doing that's that? what I assume. Yeah. That's what I assume our uh, anime recap, eventual anime recap, is going to be. I understand so, the perspective of the mass market talking about people who you know haven't necessarily been watching One Piece from the beginning, and people in the Japanese market and whatnot. But it doesn't mean it's not annoying to me. Well, like I think, I think a lot about all the the different kind of anime shows that I watched on TV that weren't like like Dragon Ball I watched all of, but something like uh, like Yu Gi Oh. Like, like I think like I watched so much Yu Gi Oh, and yet I think. I only watched maybe like 50 to hundred episodes worth. And like, there's yeah. so much story that I never got around to. I always wonder like how kids in Japan feel about like one piece that way. Like, like there's, there's probably like a couple of years where they're watching it every week, but then they just sort of fall off the train. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, it would be hard to stay on the train when it's just like all clip shows. So yeah. Sam, uh, next week, the manga is unfortunately off. So I think we're going to go through uh, a reverie refresher, kind of like what we did in Wano, but much, much, much less detailed. Um, right. So we could talk about the anime then too, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. p- probably not as a traditional recap. Well, we'll see. Um, that's still kind of a, a work in progress. Um, but we today, on today's episode of the podcast, we're going to go through chapter 942, of the manga, Daimyo of Hakumai, Shimotsuki Yasuie, uh, and we also have some piece together. Before we get started, if you have not, this is the time to subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. and the reason for that is because we are going to Japan in two weeks. Um, it'll be uh, me, Ed, Steve, Alex, Kelly, Maddie, um, and William all going to be there. We have some really cool stuff planned that hopefully all comes together. Uh, so hopefully we will be making those announcements uh, soon and those announcements will be available first on Patreon. So you're going to want to be on there. Um, I don't know if it's going to be for a specific tier, but I'm, I'm probably just going to open it up to the whole Patreon uh, audience there. Um, so that's, that's exciting. Uh, we'll hopefully have a lot more to talk about with that soon. Um, we, I also want to mention Ed, you were not here last week. Uh, you were in Disney world. Yeah. A uh, big family vacation to Disney world. Um, so, uh, yeah. it's a lot yeah. of fun. Sunburn. No Great. one piece stuff there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the Japan pavilion at, at, uh, at Epcot there still is, you can, you can definitely buy a one piece wall scroll. That is crazy. So, <laughs> so weird. Yeah. I did go back there for lunch a couple of times. It's, uh, um, Yeah pretty good i also want to plug our uh wano refresher which i know you listen to in line for the avatar ride that you for some reason went on is that supposed to be <laughs> it's good a, it's a very good ride yeah it's all right rocks yeah it's okay. it's amazing uh i just hate it, that movie so much so no much. it's like it's the first simulation that actually like f- made me feel like i was actually like falling gave me a, a feeling like in my stomach like it's it's great um that yeah, sounds but, amazing but the line the line was oh, it's it's fun as hell uh, and they do they have like it's immersive so they have like scents and they they, they blow water yeah. in your face a little bit uh, it's pretty good um, but cool. yeah the line was two and a half hours long and I listened to the whole podcast oh and then and then um like yeah I mean you can only do like so many children's rides uh, in the morning so yeah 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> like so in the afternoon you, you it, it's a mostly indoor line experience. You don't burn in the sun, unfortunately. Uh, so yeah, we did a wine over refresher that Ed listened to while online for the Avatar ride. Um, that I'll be uh, honest, that more than anything else has made me excited for another Avatar movie. <laughs> like there's oh, I thought the wine over refresher. I thought the wine over refresher made you excited <laughs> for another Avatar. Movie. Um, so yeah, please check that out. Stephen did a really good job recapping. I mean, this it was basically. I think Stephen, you were talking about it before we started recording. It was basically a uh, read-through episode read through. for Wano. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's so much to go through. So many characters. So much. So I hope that if you're having any trouble following Wano, please go back. Listen to last week's episode. Um, I don't think much of it is outdated, even considering this week's uh, chapter. So that I think we should. We have a really long manga recap, so why don't we get right into it? All right. Mm-hmm. This is the manga recap for chapter 942. Daimyo of Hakumai, Shimotsuki Yasuie. And I got it. I'm not going to say how many times that took me. Beautiful. Uh, you, could, <laughs> you could read this chapter and all One Piece chapters the same time they come out in Japan. Uh, if you go to shonenjump.viz.com or go to Manga Plus, uh, it is available worldwide, legal, free, all of that. But Ed, what's going on on the front page here? Please explain. Well, uh, we have... A request for Mont Dor choosing cheeses from cheeses of the world. In the first class, Sommelier Mice choosing wines from wines of the world by M.U. I wrote the reading. <laughs> I, I yeah. really hope uh, one of these mice sound like Orson Welles, but that's just me. Um, no. Or I guess that's champagne, not wine. But, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, so, yeah, any any comments on this Mont Dor mouse they, they look Fiesta. like the mice from like, um, what Cinderella kind of, just especially like, mm-hmm. like the drunk one. Except they're wasted. Or Mon- are they? I don't Mon- remember. Monterelli. Monterelli. You don't know Mon- what those Mon- mice were doing in Cinderella. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, but there's one. There's one wearing glasses, of course. Like, I thought the, I thought he just had a library. I didn't know you could order stuff. Uh, I yeah. don't think got, this is in canon <laughs> because the the books are floating, and I guess he could well, do that. Well, because yeah, Monster has that power, though. Yeah, he has the book power, so he could just make the cheese and the wine pop yeah. out of the pictures. Yeah. Okay. What an it's awesome magical world power. of reading. Yeah, Mon- Montour could have been such a cooler character, um, but there are sure so many he has characters. one set of clothes. That is true. It's, a, but, it's um, one of those cases yeah. where, like, the he would be too powerful, so Oda had to give it to a chump, because um, otherwise it would just completely destroy the boundaries of One Piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sugar was a chump, and she did destroy the boundaries of One Piece. But yeah. <laughs> uh, co- correction, Zach, she was a chumpette. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Any any other thoughts on uh, the drug mice? Uh, actually, so so here's an here's a um, a serious question. I'm gonna throw this to Ed. I'm gonna quiz Ed here to see if sure. he can tell me uh, why is it interesting that we get Yasuie's family name as Shimotsuki in this chapter? Uh, it's got something to do with death and the crescent moon. Not quite. It's mm. it's appeared in the manga before. 
long time ago. And Is for that some where reason, Zoro, Zoro's uh, village. Yes, that is oh. the name of Zoro's village, Shimotsuki Village. Right. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. I, I knew I, I knew that sounded familiar. That's suspicious. <laughs> yes. yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they got that out of the way straight it, away. Viz doesn't call it the Japanese word, do they? That's <laughs> that's a good question, actually. I mean, I'm does not it sure. add, has it ever actually one way to find up? out? Uh, would it be in like chapter? Would it, be, would it be in volume one? Probably. I feel That's like the, I remember. Yeah. I feel like I remember in a chat once Stephen asking like what like asking asking the chat to like go back and like look what Viz <laughs> used. Yeah, because I, I believe it would have been more notably like listed in one of the data books or something. Because Oda didn't really go out of his way to give fancy names. I mean, you know, Syrup Village and Fusha Village, but there's a lot of other places where he didn't really like. Yeah. It might be know. on the maps in the color walk. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Yeah, um, but it, it might take me a little bit because there are 900 something, 69 chapters of the series. Uh, Ed, you could start us out on the front page if you'd like. First sure. page. Yeah. Um. So we start in flashback, and it is said it is here in Hakumai that we have the only proper port in all of Wano. Some visitors mean us well, others mean us harm. Therefore, it is imperative that we have an invincible military force. <sighs> Yeah, woo! Um, they are indeed the fiercest samurai in all of Wano. And we can see that it's Yasui, Yasuie uh, rallying up the rallying up the troops in front of a big... Well, it looks like a, like a temple, but it also kind of looks like a Aztec or a Latin American pyramid in the back, more than even a yeah. Japanese castle. It's interesting. It, yeah, this is, yeah the, the design work is, is interesting here. It's very exaggerated, but some of it does kind of remind me a little bit of like a Ryukyuan architecture, like which is like Okinawa, the, okay. the ancient yeah. kingdom that worked there. So it does have a, it strikes me as maybe a bit of a, a very exaggerated southern Japan, like uh, Okinawa and Kyushu, uh, those areas, which... Um, yeah, I'll let you finish the page, but I actually have some more to say about that. I, I was thinking it reminded me of the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ed was. Uh... I think that's. I think that's so <laughs> fresh in your memory, Ed. Well, yeah. Um, so, uh, the samurai they roar, and one has a crescent moon helmet. So uh, Yasuye turns and he says, uh, "Someone in the shadows." He says, "How long are you going to lollygag around here, Odin? This is no time for idle admiration." You are the son of the Shogun, remember? He says, I was banished from the castle. Who knows if I'm even considered family anymore? Besides, everyone says that the true heir after Kozuki Sukiyaki passes will not be Odin. It'll be Shogun Yasuye. So he's, he's, uh, he, he, he's got some choice words for him. He's sort of, sort of taunting him a little bit. And uh, he says, silence, silence, you fool. Yasuye scolds him. And he says, you are the man who bears the Kozuki clan on his shoulders. Lord Tsukiyaki only cut you off as an act of tough love. He's getting in his face now. Odin has tears in his eyes. He says, why don't you take your hint, or take the hint and mend your ways? And uh, he sort of blows him off. He says, that's all nice and good, Yasu. I want to go to sea. Why doesn't this country allow it? This close nation is too cramped. Bro, man, I got to get out of here. He's, he's very <laughs> teenage rebellion Odin here. He's the long hair and easily, and he's very emotional. And he's silhouetted uh, as all t- teenagers are in their rebellious <laughs> stage. I mean, oh, he's just I a thought, god. I, he's just a god. I, I thought he was just that phase. I, th- I thought he was just covered in squid ink. It's all the rage. <laughs> <laughs> it's kids, it's I mean, Wano, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun to us. So uh, Yasuya scolds him again. Shut up. 
Save your selfish whims until after you become a proper warrior. Yeah, why do you keep hitting me? Don't you realize who I am? And we back to the present. Yasuye uh, was remembering that, I guess. And he says, uh, you are no one yet. You're just a common hooligan. Yeah. So the people are cheering. They cheer for Lord Yasuye. The people from Hakumai, and uh, they're just, they're glad to see that you're alive, Lord. So. I'm originally from Hakuma. <laughs> Yeah, so actually I wanted to talk a little bit about here, uh, just kind of give a little Japanese history lesson because it's kind of interesting, some of these uh, things, especially with uh, him emphasizing at the beginning that uh, the port, the the only proper port in all of Wano, which is uh, Habu Port, uh, the place that we've um, heard mentioned before. Um, and it's kind of interesting because given what we know about sort of the general like cultural setting of, uh, you know, the, the time period when that Oda is kind of drawing upon that uh, the the Kyushu area uh, where like Nagasaki is, for example, is historically uh, like back in the Edo period was the area that was most uh, associated with like being open. That was where the Portuguese missionaries first landed. And so that was kind of ground central for uh, like where Christianity spread originally because of them. And then there was lots of, you know, sort of purges. Oda's from down there, too. He's from Kyushu. Yes, Kumamoto. Uh, And so later on, actually, right around the time of the uh, Meiji Restoration, uh, like the actual sort of cultural force that was um, front and center in pushing for the restoration, for overthrowing the shogunate and restoring the power of Japan to the emperor, were uh, some of the domains in Kyushu. Um, and you know, part of that is because they were so far away, but I think you could also argue that there was a lot of historical, like they were the ones who were like, oh, we have to deal with all of this foreign influence. Like we need, you know, they were these like super nationalist sort of like patriotic types. Uh, and they wanted, they thought that the Shogun was weak because the last Shogun, well, who turned out to be the last Shogun had signed the deal with Perry, um, cause he, his hand was basically forced. And that was uh, a big part of, uh, what caused, you know, the, the overthrow of the Shogunate and the, the restoration of the throne to the emperor. And, uh, so it's kind of interesting that there is some, uh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't say there's like a direct o- overlap here, but there's definitely some of that kind of spirit in in Yasuie here, and um, they they were kind of uh, they, they formed the the Ishin Shishi, which is which were the um, the the groups that were uh, you know basically kind of terrorizing the the government of Japan, the shogunate, to um, overthrow. And then on the shogunate side was the Shinsengumi, which were you know the the samurai who were. Uh, you know, kind of doomed to failure, but they were the ones who were fighting to maintain order in which I think some of the reasons why you see all these stories about the Shinsengumi nowadays is because it's, it's easier to look back on what happened once the Imperial throne was, you know, reinstated at the path that that took Japan down with becoming an Imperial power and then eventually getting into this disastrous war and losing it. Um, against the the Americans, so they, there's a lot more of a romantic view of the Shinsengumi nowadays. But uh, these these guys are, um, you know, obviously they're very fierce here, and that's kind of reminiscent of that that Southern Japan, um, you know, personality back in in those days. It's interesting to see with uh, the way Odin's character is designed here. He's wearing what looks to be a big, like a almost like a a big knot 
on the back of his uh, like on the back of his clothes like a big like a uh, a big tied. Well, I yeah, feel like it looks he, like I feel like it almost looks like a chef's hat. But yeah, go for it. Well, no, 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 no. on his back, on like, his you can back. See, like, oh yeah, the knot. Yeah, like, oh, big, oh, yeah, like yeah. Uh, tied in a bow. And he's yeah, eating look, Odin at the same time. It looks like how like Suyu from My Hero Academia ties her hair in a big bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, or, also or, Yasuye gives uh, gives Odin the fist of love. Like you can see the big welt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. is that? Is that then not a hat if the welt was coming out of the top of it? <laughs> Came through the top of the hat. I don't know. It might be a big like Yankee hair kind of thing. Yeah. If I he's was... lit with 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 the mullet, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. Uh, it reminded me of uh, Kyoshiro just for a, a hot sec. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the loop could also be because I think that was kind of a uh, on the back. Uh, that that was kind of like a you know a, like an imperial. Like not costume, but you know, you would have like the black sort of sash around the the midriff that has that little loop on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I, I, I'm not super, uh, you know, familiar with all the details of of that sort of stuff, but that's what it reminds me of. This is the kind of in depth, you know. Let's let's move on to page two. <laughs> <laughs> so at the. Uh, Rasetsu prisoners' quarters in the flower capital. There's a big crowd gathered around uh, for the uh, you know, the execution of uh, Yasu here, uh, and we hear uh, just some background uh, Walla lines like, "This man was caught stealing in the capital last night." Uh, though he has, it's like he's he. He sunk to being a sycophant, but uh, by trade in Ibizu Town, he was also known as the daimyo of Hakumai, Shimo, Shimatsuki Yasui. Uh, here's a whole lot of freaking Japanese words I got to keep remembering here. <laughs> oh no, he wasn't just a oh, no, he wasn't just a sycophant in Ibizu Town. He was also the daimyo of Hakumai. Everybody got that? Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, much. I I got it because I had to say it three times. <laughs> I I don't know what a daimyo is. I is is isn't that so? Like, sounds important. Isn't that King, isn't that King Piccolo? He's a lord. That's what he is. So we discussed this a little last week in our Wano refresher. Um, the daimyo is under the shogun. They're kind of like governors, if you want to think of like yes. put it in modern day American terms. The shogun like would the be Lord's kind of like of the president. Yeah, that doesn't help me. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, the daimyo. Uh, the daimyo would be like the leader of Kuri or Ringo or you know all of the other named places that we've seen. Okay, so uh, whoever is this uh, expository person here, this is for uh, they continue for his terrible past crimes of leading an army in rebellion against Shogun Orochi. He is hereby sentenced to death and disgrace alongside the Oran Komurosaki. Uh, what a coinkydink! <laughs> Where and, is she anyway? Uh, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we and we see some uh, some darn guards here. Uh, uh, guys with rifles. Uh, they look similar to the dudes Zoro was, was interacting with when we first came to Wano. Uh, and behind them is one of the uh, the the ninja. The the see, I can't remember these these terminologies here. The, the, the one of these ninja guys. Uh, Only Wabanshu, yeah. Bless you both. Um, in tight. And I forget the name of this guy here. Um, uh, the big one is uh, Daikoku. Okay. Yeah. Daikoku? 
Mm-hmm. So is, I guess I guess he was the one saying it the entire time, maybe because he continues. He also admitted to being a figure of the ill repute within the capital. Ushimitsu Kozo, the thief who strikes at the third hour of the bull in the night. A lot of names this guy has. A lot of gimmicks. Uh, His name is Big Land. <laughs> Sorry, it's uh, me. And Yasu uh, then says, like, oh, actually, that was a lie. But I figured if I was going to die, I might as well just, you know, you know, get your attention. Because I'm an attention whore. Uh, Maybe he's lying now. I don't know. It's so hard to keep track. He, he lies uh, about and, some other stuff too. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, these guys uh, say, "Wait, it's, it's it, that's not true." Uh, it's like I thought the timing didn't match up. This guy's like, "Yeah, that's right. He showed up at the hour of the rat, just like the rat he is." Oh, give me a high five. Anybody? No. <laughs> uh, and uh, now we see. Uh, Via the broadcast, uh, somewhere else, he says, I'm sorry, I lied to you all. Uh, I'm not the hero you think I am. Uh, and then people are like, but then why would he steal? And then we hear just, like, it, you could tell, like, the 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 crowd is aghast here, and they're pretty quiet, so someone thought they should break the tension here and be like, uh, Lord Yasui, right? They're trying to get, like, a chant going, and no one's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Super it's interesting. Dragon. <laughs> it's interesting. They they got the screen set up all around all around the country. Yeah, I mean, Wano, apparently Wano is a great place. You know, just ask Orochi. Um, but then we see Diaz Drake saying the uproar over Komurasaki's funeral has turned into a rapt attention toward uh, Yasui's execution. It's, uh, before <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame on. more people aren't talking about this funeral here. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move on to the next page, uh, it took me this whole time to find the Shimotsuki village and when it was first mentioned in Viz, um, which was, if I kept going the way I was, uh, it's chapter 440 um, is when it's first mentioned in the manga. Now, apparently it is called Shimotsuki village in Funimation's subtitles. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. not sure if it is in the dub. Um, Yeah, the dub got this far. Um, but in Viz, it's called Frost Moon Village. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so I'm guessing what happened. I'm guessing what happened on Funimation's end. I bet it's like you like you see a uh, like a sign on the village, and it's just in text, so it's not actually like spoken in the dialogue. Wait, Maybe. so Shimotsuki is it, where is it mentioned exactly? It's the Prior name of Zoro's that? village um, in chapter four forty. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like a cover page of Zoro's mentor. Nope, right? It yeah. No, it's um, no? it's when they go town to town uh, with the wanted posters. Um, oh, that's okay. Mention, yeah. I, but I think it does come back in the. Oh, I'm sure the it does. Of the yeah. world, yeah. I put the initial so, one. Sorry. Yeah. So Zoro's village is Little Shimotsuki. That's just regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Little Shimotsuki. Shimotsuki. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, serve, they serve the best food there. That's that's how you know it's legit. Musky. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Alex, you want to pick up from the next page? I sure can. Um, well then, uh, Drake. The people of Ibiza Town have rushed into the Flora capital. Uh, yeah, Drake can't even get a few words out without uh, without his uh, without his flunkies telling him something. Um. 
and uh, Hawkins remarks that it would seem that this man is a more inspirational figure than we at first knew. Um, I feel like Hawkins is the mouthpiece for the entire audience now. Uh, so uh, we, you hear some kyas and ras in the background, and uh, and Yasue um, notes to himself, they're coming here. And uh, we smash cut to the entrance to the flower capital. Uh, stop, turn back. Hey, you, you're not allowed in the capital. But uh, the um, clearly it's the people of Ebisu Town. They want to see Tonyasu. Don't you dare kill Yasu. And they tell him, stop, you filthy peasants. And and here we have the, the old man who was on the brink of death uh, before um, given uh, eating the food that, that Yasu had given him, leading the charge. And don't you go die on, on us now, Yasu. If you die, who will we have to support us? Uh, so it's a, a gaggle of olds are on their way to the flower capital. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing up the rear, of course, uh, is um, is Yasu's own daughter, Otoko, um, with um, Komurasaki, a.k.a. Hiri, uh, Brooke, and Zoro, not, not too far behind. Um, I did not realize how Brooke was running there. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like, uh, remember when Usopp was being dragged by Miss Merry Christmas? Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know why Brooke is voiced by Justin Roiland now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not, it's not too bad. Morty impressions. I hear those all the time at conventions. Oh yeah, that's right. Hey, by the way, if you're ever at a convention where Steve is, be sure to come up to his table and do a bad morning impression. And then go, <laughs> and then go fuck yourself. Yeah, then proceed to fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, do it in your own privacy, though. I don't want to see that. Yes, obviously. Um, <laughs> in public. <laughs> yeah. Go, go ahead. Uh, so um, I'm not sure who is saying this. Uh, I guess it's Hiri. Um. No, no, that's one of the guards, or or Drake, or one of them. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saying uh, the, uh, whoever is saying this is basically letting them know beyond. Oh, yes, beyond guard for rioting. Shogun Orochi's decision to split uh, to display the execution on light scrolls may backfire on us. Um, geez, you think public executions generally don't turn out well, especially <laughs> in One Piece. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Remember the last time we had a public execution. <laughs> Ended up being a new era called Blackbeard. Um, <laughs> Shanks is like Shanks shows so, up and it's like there's one thing I don't like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's broadcast interrupting my stories. I wouldn't have thought of that as a motif oh, before. Suddenly, like, you, know what, you know what his we, favorite we favorite show is though? Execution. No, no, no his favorite yeah. show is One Life to Luffy. Oh my god, oh, One my Life god. to Luffy will now return. And he's like, uh, no, ruined, ruined. I just want how- to die on national television. I'm out. <laughs> is that how the imperial abdication occurred too? That's how the new era was named. They had a public execution of some sort. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Not not one that I can answer. No. Um, but I, uh, yeah, Yasu's tied up there, and and he says, when the shogun, you serve as an idiot. It must make a vassal's life harder. <laughs> Um, that's a, that's a good line there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's really great. I'm, oh, God, I love him so much. Um, I mean, that's something that could be said and, to so many flunkies in so many movies and comic series. And 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I, yeah. I immediately thought of um Hero Look, of course. Um, mm. and uh, he gets everybody's attention. Um, by saying, "And now, good people, look upon the beauty of the flower capital." Bang! How wondrous a sight Wano is! And don't Subarashi. Subarashi dance. <laughs> All right. Um, and then we have this really great. Uh, well, we we get to see what he sees. <laughs> um, you know, he he might he might be on the execution block, but from where he from where he is. He can basically see all of the flower capital. So what a what a sight to behold! It's it's, it's not really it's not really fair. He's like, wow, look at this beautiful sight. <laughs> Wish you were up here with me. To be fair, if they were up there with him, they'd also be dying. Um, so, spoiler alert. Uh, so he says, ah, this is a beauty which is our pride and joy, built over generations of hard work by the Kozuki clan and the people of the nation. Uh, which, if you recall the beginning of this arc, that is a forbidden thing to say. Everyone um, except Orochi. <laughs> we all did it, except for Orochi. Um, and he, he's, he basically says that. Uh, so well done, Ed. Uh, and meanwhile, Orochi hearing his name mentioned or just about to hear his name mentioned is like hurry up he's delivering some stupid speech um oh, and one of the people carrying the litter is a horse gifter look at his feet is he? i think they i think they both no. are oh oh like, is that these are his on? horses yeah he's a, he's got one of them has horse hooves the one in the front <laughs> oh yeah and that's why they're neighing okay that makes sense wow yeah. <laughs> That's a really fun. Uh, I didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, that's a fun little thing there. Yeah, I definitely did not notice that. Um, they're very, they're very like traditional ukiyo-e looking designs too. So that's a fun little twist on that. Um, with an actual smiling horse to the right there. Uh, anyway, you see uh, Orochi in there looking. Ah, how dare he talk about me? Um, and we go back to <laughs> Yasuie, uh, who is saying, "Can you hear me, Orochi?" He knows he could hear him. Um, all you have done to our bountiful forests and fields and rivers and villages is pollute and corrupt them with your sludge and greed. And he means that both literally and metaphorically. This you are nothing. Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> Maybe that's how he gets saved from this situation. You are nothing but a vermin. And, uh, Roshi's like, you'll pay for this, Yathuye. Um... And everyone is like, no, stop, don't say anymore. Things will really go out of control. By the way, uh, note to these two guys, uh, he's already on an execution platform. So <laughs> how much worse could it possibly go? Rioting, um, pretty much. Like, yeah. Well, I think that's what he's intending. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think that is what he's intending, definitely. Uh, and he says he, uh, Yasuya continues saying he has an apology and he says, have you been, have you noticed those riddle images that have been circulating? Well, in the last 20 years since the death of the Kozuki name and without any manpower to avenge them. So here's, here is the lie coming up and right there. Uh, I mourned the loss of that great house. And so I created that image. Uh, we know that is not true. Um, Steven. Mm -hmm. And the crowd is shocked. What? And he's laughing. Oh, it's just a little prank. Uh, and that, you know, you get they pull out of the entire city so that you can see the sound effects going. What? Uh, and he, he continues 20 years ago after Odin died 
Orochi came to us, the four remaining daimyo, with a question. And uh, we see from the back of the crowd here, um, I'm actually, I'm not sure if this is in, I guess it's probably it's not in the fire. This is Bakura, because I see Hulk yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, um, and, yeah. And it's a screen. You could tell it's a screen. Yeah, it's around. definitely a screen. Um, so Shuten Maro and his his guys, uh, his Thieves Brigade are, I guess this is them coming to like sack and pillage Bakura Town as revenge. And uh, they see that everyone is watching this thing. And he's like, wait, 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 not yet, not yet. Um, because Shutemaro clearly, you know, being a, an old timer himself, like he recognizes something is going on here. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Yasu's speech is continuing. You know, the question is, would we serve Kurozumi or fight? And it's, it's, it's a laughable query. You owed Odin for everything you had, but you stole the Shogun's throne through deceit and chicanery. It's a good word. Who would serve really? you? And you're patting yourself on the back. Yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. It, it is a good word. Um, I, it deserves deservedly. And uh, we so, what are they that, riding? Okay, all right. So, so we see that not only is Shutemaro showing up here, but we also see Dogstorm and Kinemon have come right behind them uh, on what look like big, like fiery roosters. Ox. Yeah. Big fiery um, ox. That's a, that's a big like a Japan ox. thing, isn't it? Like a. I'm not naming the episode baby. that, Alex. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a urin, but a bird. Yeah, right. is, isn't the Pokemon Blaziken based on like a Japanese rooster? Yeah, is this cock? based on something? I, I, I would not know. I, Maybe I it's like a cockatrice. Wait, I'm looking this up. Flaming like a... rooster. I'm not using the other word because no. Oh, that's or a bar. Right? Or... Well, yeah. If they're cockatrice, then Shutemaru better not turn around and, and yeah. look at him in the face. Um, oh, so there's uh, yeah. a there's a scroll called Hell of the Flaming Rooster. <laughs> Just using. Yeah. Wow, sounds fun. Yeah. Call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so Dogstorm and Kinemon are coming up, and of course they're seeing the screen too, and they're like, "Is that Lord Yasuie?" And uh, we we cut back to uh, the Rosetsu uh, execution stand here, um, where he is speaking now, not over the loudspeakers, but in person. He says, "The daimyo and people of each land immediately took up arms, but we failed to overcome the monster that is Kaido." And Wano was raised to the ground. To my disappointment, I survived the battle and took to living in Ebisu town in disguise. And uh, we, we get a shot of the, the people looking on in stunned silence. And he says, but I would be ashamed to die of old age. So I orchestrated this childish stunt with the symbol. Please forgive me. He says, however, Orochi's cowardice knows no bounds. He panicked so much that he apprehended innocent people just for the trend of this moon symbol upon their skin. And uh, of course we know that this is not actually true, um, but he is, uh, he's covering up for all of the, you know, those who are faithful for the Kozuki and immediately the guards there are like, Oh shit. Did we, was this a mistake? Was, was the Shogun Orochi just imagining the danger? Like, what are we going to do? Look at like we arrested dozens, you know, hundreds of people in here. Uh, you know, this is, I feel like a real dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, you know, bad guys, not, not a good good thing for, uh, for public unrest, um, to have arrested so many, uh, supposedly innocent people. 
I I want to say a couple things. First, I really like that story element there with these two guys because we did really establish earlier that everyone thinks Orochi is insane um, mm-hmm. and that he's. But no, so they don't want to say it. They don't want to say it. And the funny right. thing is, he's not. But he doesn't know that he's not. It's like it's. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I looked up the fire rooster. I think it's called a basan or basa basa, um, which is a fire rooster. Uh, that lives in uh, a Hime prefecture. That so, sounds right. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Fiery that sounds like, like what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're, you know, look it up online if you want to see what it looks like. Um, Sam, continue. Oh, are we on to the next page already? We are. Yeah, that, right? was the, oh, yeah, yeah, that was the it. One. That was it, Sam. <laughs> All right. So we see uh, Orochi. He's standing on the little carriage thing that his men are are pulling on him and he's got his, his gun. Uh, his gun reminds me very much of the, uh, the guns that were showing up in like princess Mononoke. Okay. This sort of like really big blocky, like Flint base. Mm-hmm. Uh, town is coming into view. Shogun. Uh, Zach. I was just going to say, it's a super cool panel at the top. I like, I like everything yeah, you, that's happening there. Yeah. Like you can feel him like getting ready to, to aim like while moving in. Mm-hmm. You feel you the action. The clear, the look at the people clearing yeah. the way for the horsemen. The horsemen. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the kanji is also horse on the back of their jackets, so that's how you know. <laughs> ah. Uh, and this is Orochi. Uh, enough of this, Yasuie. I'll pump you full of lead. Uh, there you are, Orochi. How long has it been? Uh, any last words, Yasuie? Orochi. How about this? Shall I recite the words that have a stranglehold on your heart? Hmm? A man of such small caliber, wink, 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 nudge, nudge, if you know what I mean, uh, <laughs> shall never in his life truly devour Odin. <laughs> so this is where way to, it is. Way to bring that to a completely different place. <laughs> I mean, caliber. In so many words, yes. <laughs> Listen to me, Kinemon. And you, Akazaya Samurai, and the future Shogun Momonosuke, the plan you created is once again a blank sheet of paper. But I've shown our comrades Cotton Rasetsu a new gathering place. Uh, and we see the people in the jail. I, I don't think I understand this part. Like, what's he mean by new so gathering I, place? I think what's happening is that they, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Stephen, uh, Yasu realized that they figured out the general uh, scheme of the plan, which is why he lied um, Mm -hmm. and said that he was the one who planted the original one. And then in its place said, okay, we're actually going to meet here. I don't know if he communicated that with the uh, Akazaya samurai, but that seems to me what seems to be being passed around around the the prisoners. Right. I feel like, I feel like we, you know, we were not shown some step where like when they put him in the holding cells for a moment, like he, he conferred with them. Yeah. Yeah. He gave him a new idea or something and we're going to find out what that is eventually. But, um, for now it seems like, you know, he set up something for the future. I'm happy they didn't actually spell it out super, you know, flat Mm -hmm. and they kind of went back Mm -hmm. and made it more an implication here but yeah, it's also ahead. big they're showing big mom there too oh yeah, yeah. she's asleep because she's been yeah. on a crocodile for like 10 days yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're showing they're, they're showing momonosuke that's the point is because he's he's real he's small they have to zoom in yeah uh 
This is all that I can do with what I have left of my life. Nothing Orochi the coward can say will sway the minds of his soldiers now. Uh, and you see Kinemon uh, tearing up. We are grateful. Um, and we see some uh, guards. Uh, uh, this is a oh, wait. This is the problem the, we have. No, these are different oh, cards. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, these are yeah, guards. Go for it. This is the problem with having a coward for a shogun. Uh, hey, don't let anyone hear you saying that. Uh, for 20 long years, know. no one has been able to take. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No one has been able to take Kaido's head, and we see Otoko running to the scene, yelling "Daddy!" And the uh, Zoro got there quick. is recognizing Yasu behind yeah, her. Yeah, well, well, we got a little dust cloud, of course. Yeah. Daddy, you're my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Make Thank those you. jokes while you can. <laughs> I was going to drop that one last week, but I didn't get the chance. So, <laughs> well, I think um, even more of a more of a miracle than her getting there that fast is that Zoro apparently followed yeah. the entire way. Yeah, and this is a uh, like we don't see very many shocked faces on Zoro, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we get a lot of them a little, here. Yeah, old bond with Yasu. Yeah, yeah, but uh, he has more final words. So. He goes, cover the children's eyes. Now the final time you're serving Koski, nay, the friendly oddball of Ebisu Town shall make the final grand journey. In fact, I think I'll go singing. And a one and a two. And uh, these are sort of his thoughts as he's being, uh, he's about to be shot. And we get the the, uh, the montage of Otoko uh, Orochi fight, like loading, like aiming his gun. The crowd is shocked. And uh, we hear one last daddy, and he, he, tear falls, and he said, and these are his, in, like, his internal monologue. He says, go to Onigashima, avenge your fallen liege. I will await the good news in the afterlife. Forgive me, Otoko. Forgive your father for leaving you behind. And uh, the people cry out for Tonoyasu, and uh, it's the beggars from Ebisu Town. Kick them out of the city. No, Yasu, Lord Yasuye. And the, like, the, the shots ring out. He's riddled with bullets. Blood flies everywhere. And uh, he sort of collapses on the plat, like even though he's being held up, and uh, Otoko just screaming for daddy, and everyone uh, covers their eyes, and it's it's a horrible scene. So yeah. yeah, he he falls right, he falls like right from that thing, like it's is it is the ropes break? I think yeah, yeah, you can see it. Assuming, yeah. Yeah. his um, There's a lot of bullets. Yeah. It's Steven. Very yeah. powerful. It's it's. I think it's really notable too. Like especially. I mean, maybe this is just because of the way Oda drew it. But like you know, you see how skinny his arms are, and it's kind of similar to Old Man Hyo, where like you compare that to the person that you see in the intro scene uh, in his his younger days, and it's a very very big difference. Um, but uh, yeah, then we get a a wide shot, an overhead uh, shot, and you can see. You know, it's kind of notable that you know you see the the prison there. And you can see all the the space and the the guards and the you know the guys with the guns that are pointing, and then they kind of have this this uh, you know n- not netting but like this gate set up around it, and then just filled with people all around. That there's this huge crowd out there, and uh, we hear and you know we we can assume just from the first panel that this is the the people of Ebisu Town burst into laughter and they're <laughs> Tono Yasu just up and died. <laughs> Lord Yasuya, he's dead. <laughs> and they are just screaming their their the tears are flowing and they're clutching their their stomachs as they uh, laugh and 
giggle. And uh, and then we see Zoro in one of these panels is like, what it looks like his eyeliner. He's like, what? What's what's wrong with you? Someone just died. And, you know, you get a little shot of of uh, Yasuye in the distance on the ground. And uh, and Brooke is just kind of looking on like, I, I don't know. And he Zoro demands, what's so funny about that? And uh, even, um, you know, Komurasaki is is sobbing. We can see that she's got a little hood on. I, I think this is kind of meant to imply that she's sort of in disguise or trying to to stay incognito here um, while they're in the capital. And uh, and and then there there she is. Otoko is right at the gate, just kind of poking her head through one of the little um, spots. And uh, she's got, you know, her her smile going to and. This is just this is just this horrible panel here in the corner where she's she's crying and she just says, "My daddy is dead." <laughs> and you know, Zoro is continually he's like, "What's wrong with you?" And and then finally, Komurasaki says, "No, no, they're they're not laughing; they're crying." And um, you know, over these little um, you know kind of superimposed uh, shots of the the people and of of Zoro. Uh, she continues, the, the people of Ebusu who always laugh can't actually show when they're sad or suffering. They've been robbed of every expression but smiles. Laughing is all they can do anymore. And she's, um, you know, she's sort of like tugging and, and weeping into uh, Zoro's uh, chest here. And it's it's all because of Kaido and Orochi. It's because of those things they brought here. The smile fruits. Mm. And, and uh, next chapter, we're off next week. Yeah. <laughs> May twenty sixth. Hey, it's Oof. my birthday. Yeah, and it's oh, happy, uh, it'll be it, what a happy birthday! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The rest of this, we'll be sure to we'll be sure to go to the nearest Seven Eleven and pick up Weekly Shonen Jump and hand it to you and be like, "Hey, it's your birthday." Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in because we'll be in Japan. Read Boruto. What? <laughs> Sam, okay. what the hell man yeah sam you had a you, we were having a serious moment here at the end of this chapter and you just brought it to boruto and it's very odd it's um like, why does it say that at the end of the chapter hey dot 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 read boruto <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh we should we should probably talk about the ending before we get into the the chapter itself mm-hmm. um we had our first death in One Piece uh, now, like nine years ago, with with Ace and then with Whitebeard. Oh yeah, um, Mister Eleven. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Eric the Whirlwind. No, he was only in the end. Oh yeah, that's true, Eric the Whirlwind. <laughs> um, but there's also um, Pedro kind of disappeared. You know that we we Pound. we believe he he's been called dead. Pound. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Monet and Virgo, maybe. But um, this feels a little more, I mean, maybe not Pedro, but this feels to me a little more um, definitive. There's no ambiguity. Yeah, there's really no mm-hmm. ambiguity. I, I would not be the first to say that. Like, I was through this whole thing. I'm like, okay, so how are they going to do this without, you know, making it look like you know, making it look like he's going to get killed, but not actually kill him. But I don't understand how he would be able to survive this, despite... Uh, bullets not doing anything in one piece. <laughs> Traditionally, it does look like he gets shot in the head. Um, and then... As, uh, hey, it worked, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it worked on Belmere, but that was in a flashback, so... She did go Who to knows? the dungeon. Um, 
<laughs> so, and, and also that he gets shot enough that he falls from the execution platform um, is pretty... I mean, I, I don't mean to take the emotional element out of it, but does anyone disagree that this is actually a pretty definitive... Uh, I, I think end? he's dead. I, I, I thought I wouldn't... I sort of... I was... I, w- I didn't really have any expectations because I'd sort of, you know, despite listening to that recap last week, all the a lot of the details have leaked out. So I wasn't, I didn't have any expectations. So when uh, when he finally when they shot him and he was like they said he's dead, that was yeah. um I thought it was I thought it was brave <laughs> on Oda's behalf. Like it's very to really different to, yeah. to amp it up. He's actually changing the stakes of One Piece where people can die now, which. It kind of makes sense for where the story is. It, it made sense for the longest time that no one died, but if you're going to change the story, that's a way to change it. Maybe that's Absolutely. what parad- maybe that's what paradise means, right? Like the paradise section of the Grand Line means, well, nobody dies here because, you know, at least you still have your dreams, <laughs> but yes, or something. Uh, yes. I don't know. Like he, he's, I think he's for sure dead. Um, I, I don't see any other way around it, and he basically. Uh, served a great purpose here. Um, you it, know, I'm, he, I'm sure we'll see him again in flashbacks. Of course. Flashback, yeah. yeah. It, it's strange because in so many ways, like he feels like he is a sacrifice for the audience. You know, like so, so, so that the audience knows that Wano is like for real, for real now, which is yeah. like yeah. such a non-Oda way of doing that. It um, is. I mean, th- he feels like such a hero character in which he is someone we didn't know before, kind of just this quirky guy. Um, and then makes this really profound speech at the end, um, and his death affects everyone around him. Except this is not a flashback. I mean, it has all hey, the elements of what would normally. No, but be. this will this will be a flashback in the sequel to One Piece. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Until until Pell flies in, says, look who I found. <laughs> <laughs> or Pavia gives him a lift on his waiver. Hey, this was of- not dead. <laughs> Do any of you guys have any differing thoughts or um, about that? You know, mm. I think it'd be interesting if he came back as a yokai. <laughs> um, but uh, more ridiculous things have happened. Like a force ghost. Yeah. yeah, like a force ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's. I guess that's technically. Yeah. What so he's going to be played by Hayden Christensen in this version. Uh, um, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so let's talk about the chapter itself um, and your thoughts about it. Um, Alex, let's start with you since you're talking. Yeah, um, man, I loved it. I loved this chapter. Um, it's really interesting because we weren't... Um, this entire chapter was essentially just uh, Tony Asa's death, but he it, it was all about him. And... Uh, we found out everything we need to know about him um, that we didn't know before, you know? Um, and everybody who he was close to and familiar with was there uh, helping the stakes be raised properly. Um, and I think uh, Oda really pulled it off. Uh, I can't speak for every single reader out there, but I really loved uh, Tonyasu just because of his, um, the way he carried himself uh, the kind of person he was, and I think it's super interesting that um, you know when we first were introduced to Ebisu Town as as like a concept, we thought that something suspicious was going on. Like, oh, these like what's up with all these people? They're all smiling. That's super weird. They must be you know 
they must be plotting something against Zoro, and it turns out it's almost the opposite. They're like victims. Um, and and, and uh, he has the same name as Zoro's village. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's such an interesting thing that I can't like completely completely process right now in terms of my full thoughts. But uh, yeah, I um I love this chapter. Um, I think that Oda lately has been um. I think he's been, yeah, I think a little more brave killing actual characters. Like, like, uh, you know, of course, Jury is a little bit out on Pedro, but because of the aftermath of Pedro's death, I think we can safely assume that he's dead. At the very least, like, it, it hit that emotional gut punch. Like, that's, like, Pedro's death was the first time since Whitebeard and Ace that I was like, oh, wow, somebody died. I guess maybe Pound, too, since... We don't really know what happened there. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Pedro came back in some form or some way in the future. Like, if Force he goes. were alive. Not Force <laughs> Ghost. Like, if he were actually alive, but hobbled or something. Like, far in the yeah. future. But at the same time, yeah. I also would not be surprised if he never came back. So Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's where I, I'm at with Pedro. Yeah. But I wouldn't be disappointed either way, but yeah. He's, really he's shrouding yeah. his Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, this is the opposite of, of Boba Fett. You see the body. There he is. He's dead. That's a dead body. Yeah, this People is... this saying, is. Hey, he's dead. Yeah, this is usually... What, what do we usually say on this podcast? Unless you see the dead body, I would not assume that he is dead. And Ace yeah. and Whitebeard are the only other two times that that's happened. And here, it looks like that happened. Unless, um, uh, unless you know, he Odo walks it back next chapter. Wait, he's yeah. still breathing a little bit. Yeah. Take yeah. him to the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. nah, I don't think so. Possible no. but unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, me either. I, this is this this serves up a lot. So I I love this chapter. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh Sam. Yeah, loved the chapter. Uh I was I was kind of surprised like when I was listening to the, the podcast the last few weeks because it sounds like people were kind of just like they thought the last few like I, I thought I thought like the last three or so chapters have been like really great. Um Yeah, I think uh I I especially love how uh, Yasu is this, like he's a side character. He's this kind of unassuming character that you, you know, figure, you know, could become important in some way, shape or form. Uh, but like when, when he actually does become important, it's like, Oh, like this is actually what the whole, this is what this whole story is about. Like is, is this guy? Um, and it's, it just feels like we're, we're ripping a scab off or something. Now, now the story is mm. kind of, and they kind of just make open at it too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that the I thought the Odin flashbacks at the beginning of this chapter were, were really good. Uh, they 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 characterized Odin a lot more than we had gotten before. Like we had we were, it was clear that he was supposed to be this kind of larger than life character whose kind of uh, fun, easygoing personality is is sort of inspiring the other characters. But this flashback uh, or this little snippet of a flashback. Uh, I think gives us quite a bit more because now he's he's like a he's like a Disney princess who wants more and like, his family expects <laughs> he's he's Moana. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be something more than this provincial town we call uh, not Wano. Uh, yeah, well, it's, a town. lot of this is, is all stuff we knew about him, but that we hadn't really Akumai. seen. Well, they didn't really talk that much about like his. Is it his dad who like wants him to? Well, he was known to be a wild child. That's kind of what we knew. Yeah, but we, we, there wasn't really hints that that was like a point of contention among him and his like family and stuff. Oh, um, I just kind of assumed it would be, but well, yeah, yeah it's but, really explicit. 
There was the um, there's the previous scene when we found out that he was made the um, the daimyo of Kuri when it, you know it was previously sort of like a lawless land. I think that was in the graveyard or in the ruins of the castle when they mm-hmm. first meet up there. Um, so that that you know it might be interesting to go back and reread that. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so Odin, Odin, like I, I have, I'm even more interested in Odin now than I was before because he, he's so, he's like the, the, you know, like in, in One Piece, you know, we've got, you know, Luffy's our main character, so kind of the, the wild free spirit uh, characters are kind of where the, the story sympathizes with the most, as opposed to like the really uptight, like responsibility driven characters, <laughs> uh, like uh, Yasui here, uh, but, but we know that his story ends in tragedy. So like, how is that going to, how's that going to pan out? Yeah. Uh, will be interesting. Oh, speaking, speaking of, of Odin, I think it's really smart of Oda to have kind of introduced him in flashbacks now getting, mm-hmm. uh, so we can get uh, a feel of his personality because once we hit that, that flashback, you're going to, we're going to want to be like, uh, hanging on every word. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Man, like the smile, like I'm, I'm trying to, th- I, I, I wonder where the smile thing is going to go. Cause that's a really interesting, although that risks mm. kind of taking away a characteristic that I really liked of the, the Abisu town people, like, uh, people who just sort of like take it easy and like smile through the pain and all that stuff. Like that's, uh, that's how you get to my heartstrings. Like that's, that's kind of the stuff I really, uh, gets me choked up. And now, now we're learning that like, oh no, no, like they literally cannot do anything but smile. Well, at the um, same time, if you're repressing your true emotional state in favor of smiling, you're obviously going to crack at some point. Yeah, um, and that, that definitely seems and, like that's maybe where this is going. Like, is it going to be I, like an inside? Is it going to be like an inside out? Like Pixar's Inside Out, where it's like, oh, you like sometimes yeah. this is good, sort of a. I, I, I think in a different kind of way, and where external forces have stopped it from actually happening, versus them internally doing it, but. I, I I think it's and I think it would show the same kind of lesson in kind of the opposite way that like oh no you want to be happy all the time it sucks being happy all the time yeah <laughs> look these people uh, have to be happy all the time and look at them I wonder I wonder if Yasu is exempt from it like maybe maybe he's like actually is smiling by choice because that. That's such a an Oda thing where it's like, oh, you die smiling, you die content with what you've done. I'm looking at every like, panel; he has the same smile on his mm-hmm. face in every single. Yeah, one. but so like, I, is, I, is, yeah. did well, he except, except for point? in the flashback? Except for in the flashback. Exactly. Except for in the flashback. Yeah, because because mm-hmm. before the arc, the assumed arc is like, oh, he was an uptight guy who, through age and regret, like loosened up and like mm-hmm. now is now putting mm-hmm. like on a smile for other people. Uh, yeah, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Maybe like, is he inflicted by the smile thing, or is this something he's doing for, by choice? Um, and like, I wonder. I mean, this is this has been kind of an obvious theme throughout Wano, but if, if I'm feeling it way more with Yasu, where there's that sense of like, oh, I used to be like this young, powerful person, and now I'm old, shriveled up, and like my personality is completely different because time has just kind of beat the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, you, you got that with Yasu, you got that with kind of Shinobu a little bit, you get that with uh, Kyo. Kyo, yeah. Um, so uh, I wonder if that's going to be like a major angle for the story of like, oh, this is for like old people who, you know, ha- time has passed them by, but they, they still got something in them. So um, that's my general I, thought. I, I did want to mention before uh, I move to Steven, um, or even for Steven, so it says... 
Um, Orochi came to the original, to the remaining daimyo with a question. So I'm assuming then, we had the discussion last week in our Wano uh, refresher. It seems like that would mean that Odin never reached uh, status as a shogun and that he died as a daimyo. Right. Yeah. Right. So that kind of answers that question pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, I Stephen, think so. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, thoughts on the chapter? Um, all right. So I guess the the first thing, I, the the one last thing about the um, the the ending scene, what we started talking about at the end of the chapter, uh, that I think makes this more definitive than normal. And it's you know, of course, this being one piece, it's crazy that we would even need to debate this at all. But it, it, this is just how you know the the track record of one piece. But I do feel like the way the thing that differentiates this from everything else that we have seen that is like potentially a death or we assume is a death is that, you know, you literally have, a, let's see, one, two, three, four different cases of people saying he is dead. And I feel like when, when Oda, you know, is sort of, you know, staying a half step below that, you don't actually hear people say like, Oh, they're dead. It's just like, Oh no, that, you know, how could they do that? Or, you know, they just scream the, you know, the person's name or something, but you don't, <clears throat> you don't get it literally stated like yeah. that. Like and I was so saying, with, why, with how dramatic it is, it's, it feels like a scene out of another character's flashback. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. It definitely feels atonal for what you usually get in one piece with the execution itself, at least Yeah. in, in the present day. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. So this, this chapter is um, just, superlative like this is an incredible chapter i think um the amount of of stuff that oda is able to do with um with uh, first the you know the little flashback but then you know that as a part of kind of uh, yasu's last stand here of uh you know it's it's basically all one scene of him giving this this speech to the people but he does so many things through it that are um really phenomenal i i love the the way that oda um does this and he, he this is one of like oda's wheelhouse things where like he just is able to do this so effortlessly in ways that that so few artists are able to do where he gives you a picture of yasu at a different time in his life where he's a very different character and he doesn't literally spell it out i mean he he kind of half spells it out but he you don't like see okay here's him at age you know 30 and here's him at age 40 and here's him at age 50 uh like you you intuitively imagine under, yes you intuitively understand exactly what turned him from character a into character b and it's just so subtly and um, masterfully done of you know him having been this this hard ass and then having you know like sam said just kind of beaten beaten down by time and um you know the the horrible misfortunes that happen but uh with his speech you know he he does this thing like zach said he has this really great like sort of taking on the blame or he's you know kind of covering up for the these acts of resistance that have been happening and uh you know it is um yeah it, it honestly it is a very kind of christ-like thing like he's being uh, you know, crucified here and he's sort of assuming their sins and taking the heat off of everyone else in doing so. Uh, and that was really cleverly done in, in a way that, you know, I don't think Oda, he could have been even more obvious about it, but he, he didn't, 
he didn't he he didn't treat us like idiots in kind of revealing this information um because everyone who's listening to it believes what he's saying and it's only the readers who know uh the actual background of this so i thought that was really well done he also gets to have this like really triumphant moment where you know he he gets to be the one who actually calls out the shogun like to his face where he's like you know you're you're nothing you stole this um you know he he gets to be the one who has the righteous statement to this um you know corrupt sort of figurehead who is is um lording it over the people no idea what that feels like honestly but um uh you know and then he um and then uh you know and then he he gets to to go out in this this you know truly kind of spectacular and, and heart-tugging way um it was just a, an utterly heroic chapter for for yasu and um yeah, it's just um, it's one of those landmark chapters for me. I think this is this is probably the best chapter of uh, of Wano so far, and um, I don't know what to make as just the last thing uh, for the smile fruits. I'm not sure what to think. Uh, I'm I'm not necessarily interested in like speculating on how like w- how this actually works, but I do I do really like that Oda kind of finally tied it into the name, um, which is is really. Yeah. Um, interesting, and um, I'm eager to see if um, if he has something more up his sleeve with yeah. with how it works. Because I'm interested um, to see if like eventually we go back and we see the first time Smile was mentioned by Doflamingo in like Sabaody. Right, right. If that it's, if that like means something, or... yeah. yeah. It's crazy that that's how long this thing has been going mm-hmm. on for too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm at, at the end there. I'm like, oh yeah, they are called Smile Fruits. That does make <laughs> yeah. sense. Um, Ed, do you want to go through your thoughts first? Well, um, I don't know. I think you have gotten most of it out, but uh, I guess what I love so much about it is, like I was saying, it feels like a this is a, a speech that's going to have an effect on everyone who watches it, like into the future. Like we know so much about all the people who were at Gold Rogers execution, all these famous people, all these people who were inspired by it. But like, I think he's trying to recreate that moment, but do it on a smaller, like a microcosm for this, uh, for this Wano arc. And, um, like, and as one piece sort of, it gets, it gets more serious. It gets more deadly as the series goes on. And, which I think sort of makes sense as an, as an escalation that, that, that that would happen when these high stakes conflicts are going on. And, um, I mean, it could also just be that he wants to make Wano special. He's had Wano in his mind for a long time, so maybe he does want to break some of the rules, like that. Because when the first time you break a self-imposed rule, it makes it so much more shocking. Like the, the first time something like that happens, you, you almost can't believe it. So you can't you can't believe it's true. But now that it is, like now that that's possible in One Piece, now we can do that now, which makes sense if as we're going into the end, it's not something that you can keep doing over and over again. But as we go towards the end of the series i think that is something that having that and knowing that it's possible is more important now at the end than it is at the beginning when it's it's sort of more important that all these characters have have armor you know plot armor although pell could have died and other characters could have died too but um i think it was more about the principle of the thing that characters don't die in one piece and now characters die in one piece and you can die more people are dying Um, i wonder i wonder if he was thinking about doing this like ever since greg gave him uh game of thrones <laughs> because this is a very like it's Ned very Star season thing. one yeah, yeah. yeah. yes it's very yeah. yes very much <laughs> uh, like, steve yeah. true 
Oh, you guys are going to hate me. <laughs> uh, I mean, all, all you guys, uh, everything that was said uh, is very valid. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I Maybe my heart just wasn't in this chapter. I think... Uh, Check yeah, him out! Is... <laughs> no, no, let's talk, let's talk about it, Steve. Like, no, I'm, you know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go, go for it, Steve. I, I think the problem I'm having with the Wano arc is I'm being introduced to so many characters uh, and it almost feels like, you know, it's like the attachment isn't there yet. So the fact that this guy, um, you know, that Tony Yasu is being killed off and it's tragic and it's good storytelling. This is, this is a fine story. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I, it's just, I'm not feeling it. Like I'm actually, a part of me is kind of relieved that Oda took this dark route and apparently killed him. Uh, I think it's a good change in the stakes of one piece for sure. Are you relieved? There's I, one less character to keep track of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strike him from the record. You, books. You, um, you still, you still have to keep track of him. He's just dead. Yeah. He's it's, not going anywhere. I it's it, this. I'm sure this will probably, uh, I'll look back on this moment with a lot more attachment. Once we, have some flashbacks and we learn about Odin and, and Yasui or Yasue, um, the stuff he did in the past. And I'll be like, Oh, I kind of like that guy. I kind of wish he was still alive, but I don't know. This chapter really didn't hit me. Uh, you know, didn't strike my emotional core and, and dare I say it. And I, and I don't mean this, like, uh, and I, I don't want to say this in like a mean spirited way. I just want to see the straw hats again. <laughs> I, I just want to see the straw hats together doing stuff. But this is, I could tell Oda is putting his heart into the Wano arc. And I think he's telling a lot of stories. I, 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 I get the feeling that, yeah, Oda still enjoys doing one piece, but I think he's such a big fan of samurai movies and stories and Yakuza stuff. And he's just like getting it out of his system right now. Cause he doesn't plan on ending one piece just yet. <laughs> So I just feel it just feels very detached from one piece. Um, but then again, I think this is him. It's he's getting his shit in on his samurai and Yakuza stuff, because after this arc, it's probably going to be end game. So we're going to get, you know, a, a, a hell lot more pirates and Navy fighting it out again in the Giants. search for giants and we need like a Davy back fight type arc after Wano. I think I think people would resent that. I was going to say you are yeah. the only person who is listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. To be honest, as, and as much as I'm I like a big, def- I'm a big defender of the Davy back fight uh, arc, something like that right after this, like what purpose would it serve other than, well, it's, it's <laughs> given the characters a chance to just sort of hang out and bounce off each other. I, you know what? The only way I would accept that is if Foxy came back, it's like, Hey, do you want to do another Davy back fight? And then Luffy just starts yelling at him like Freakazoid. It's like, like don't, no, don't you want to have a good fight? time? No, um, didn't you watch this, uh, the special of Nebulandia? Come on. Yeah, I'm saying I just want, Davey back I just want, fight with Jim Beck. Okay. What, what does that mean? Um, like, that mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just want <laughs> Luffy to yell at Foxy like we're having a good time, like in this big story arc and you had to come in here and challenge us to another stupid game get out of here foxy i don't even want to look at you like like 
<laughs> Why would you want another Davy back fight with Jinbei? That's like an, yet another just tease. Like, oh, is Jinbei actually going to join the crew? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, assuming he joins in Wano, we need we need a chill out arc. No, no, I bet you. You're I bet saying you, you want a Davy back fight arc where they lose Jinbei after finally <laughs> getting him in the freaking crew. That's what I was going to say. That's what you're saying. Jinbei's like, well, guys, it's official. Why don't we toast to it? And it's like, oh, no, we lost this game of soccer. Like, well, we'll see you. <laughs> My no, no, uh, Steve. Steve, it's Steve. It's called football. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It'd be really great to have a a, a figure with Jinbei, and he has a T-shirt on that says "Dodgeball Time" on it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a Davy backfire. I just want to chill out, Ark. I just want to chill. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with Sam on that very narrow thing. Yeah, no, no, just to. Let's take a step back here for a second. I agree well, with I Steve. Are you aware ahead, of Luffy's bounty these days? He can't just call a holiday in and be like, yeah, I'd like to make a reservation. Uh, oh, yeah, my name is Monkey D. Luffy. Yep. That and he one. would say that. We know he He'll would say that. I'm Monkey D. Luffy, <laughs> the man who's going to be picking of the pirates. There, okay. Um, no, no, I do agree, Steve, um, on the macro level that obviously the Straw Hats have not really spent a lot of time together since we've entered the new world. And I do also miss that. And I also think that that should happen soon. Um, I, I think, I think Oda missed the opportunity to give us a little bit more of that at the beginning of this arc. Uh, and, you know, put everyone together. We've had like Frankie, Sanji, Usopp have hung out and uh, all the others have hung out in the, what was it? The Odin castle. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. We we definitely need more of that. Um, that being said, um, I think this was a super affecting chapter. I don't know if I'd go so far to say this is my favorite of the arc, but I think this is definitely Oda doing his his shtick, where he is able to pull at your heartstrings so freaking hard. Um, I think the stuff with Otoko particularly, like Oda knows how to do this. It's been 20-something years. He knows how to make you feel emotional about a character you've only known for a few weeks or months. Um, it, so I, I think I think he definitely does a really masterful job at that. Uh, the Otoko stuff, I thought, really did affect me when I read it. Um, the stuff where we have the actual execution for Yasu is, I think, super different. Um, even the, uh, sound, uh, sound effects are, are very different from what we normally see in, uh, in one piece from that was a third to last page where he actually is getting shot. Um, but I think what makes this execution most affecting is seeing the reaction in the eyes of Zoro. Um, I think he really is the focal point for this chapter. Like, why is Zoro there? Um, <clears throat> why is he the guy who met Yasu? Um, he met him first. Luffy has never met this guy or interacted with this guy. Just think about that. Um, like, I, it he, did occur to me that, like, because when, when Yasu's, like, inner monologuing about how nobody's beaten Kaido, it's Zoro's face that we're looking at. Like, maybe Zoro's going to beat Kaido. I, or Orochi. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'd see him beating Orochi before Kaido, personally. But, yeah, I mean, that's... No, 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 I know. But Zoro gets a real chance to emote and react to this really insane situation of everyone not being able to cry 
uh, at something that is truly tragic, especially with Otoko. Um, it's a great Zoro moment, actually. It, I think this is probably, I mean, this is a really different situation than Zoro's ever been in, as far as I could think of. I mean, sometimes Zoro is the straight man being like, what the hell is happening here? Why isn't why isn't the thing that should be happening happening? He's not, um, he's not usually this affected, but he's only affected this much because he he knows Yasu and he likes it. Well, I mean, you could like I would just even that it's just he's really only in that last two page spread, and he's looking around and seeing everyone like cry laughing and being like, "What is happening?" Like trying to process it. Hey, what's going on here? Someone just died in front of me, um, and then the anger kind of boiling under him and then him trying to kind of shake sense into everyone, but being stopped by uh Hiori. It's, it's a really, that to me is the most affecting part of this chapter. Um, and which is, I think what Oda was trying to do because I mean, to kind of go to Steve's point, this is a story about the straw hat pirates at the end of the day. And so us seeing it from the point of view of a straw hat, I think it, it, brings the reader into it there because we don't know who any of the, uh, these other people are. Um, so it also, uh, yeah, also it's not just Tonyasu, but this is a tragedy for the entire town of Abisu. Like, yes. It, yeah, sure. We only spent a little bit of time getting to know Tonyasu, but it's not just about him. It's about this entire town of people that we've followed since we saw Zoro. Basically. Um, yeah. we found out this town's deal and now the entire town has come and and seen their you know the psychophant that they've come to know and love uh, die in front of the entire country, and basically giving his own you know the one piece is real speech. Uh, I, I think that it's not just yeah it's not just affecting because Tonyasu died, but it's also because of this tragedy that we are feeling through that town, uh, his daughter. And Zoro, who has come to know this town, like Zoro was sort of saved by this guy because, well, I mean, you know, Zoro, anything Zoro does tends to even out. He ends up finding his way no matter what. But, um, no. but these he does were sort of saving. His, yeah, these were sort of his <laughs> saviors. And now, you know, he's sort of in it with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I, I mean, that is, I think, where the thrust of the story is headed. And I think that's why this chapter is important because it gives Zoro his impetus to to kind of uh, raise his sword against Orochi, and yeah. and Orochi and Zoro are also in the same place right now, so things could really go nuts. Um, I love how yeah. like what a colossally like you know we we all know that Orochi is a dick, like he's a real bad guy. How bad did he fuck this up that? Like he was like, oh yeah, let's broadcast this across the entire nation, <laughs> and is basically just gonna set off like a firebomb in the country. And he's also he gave you know Yasu this this stage upon which to grandstand and like set up the next phase of their counterattack and well, and everything. It's exactly the know, way that the the navy screwed up in executing Gold Roger. Absolutely, yeah, and it's something yeah. that governments do. I think, uh, or tyrannical governments do a lot. I think is give their enemies a platform when they're actually just trying to punish them. Um, but and, uh, the the, big, yeah. the difference here is then you have um, this. I really I didn't mention this earlier, but I love how subtle this is. There's the one panel of the of the guard saying this is the problem with having a coward for a shogun. Like yeah. more people are being out, more outspoken about 
what a dick and an idiot that uh, Orochi is. Nobody shut has done. Up. I mean, shut up. <laughs> um, and uh, you know that I, I think that's super important to show that little bit because once once we see the entire country rise up uh, and unite against Orochi, like of course that will be the catalyst. But thinking on that, I think it's interesting that post time skip, we haven't seen a whole lot of people who have defected the Marines. I guess aside from you know Aokiji or um, you know like. People who haven't lost uh, faith in the Marines after um, except for after uh, Diaz, Diaz uh, Drake's uh, right there. Well, well yeah, he, that well, was before the time skip. Though. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Zed, like, there's a whole movie about that. I mean, they, on the <laughs> other hand, that's not canon. Um, yeah, I, so <laughs> it's I mean, canon to, enough. It's canon enough. To, yeah. to wrap it to wrap it up, I I, I completely understand the issues that this chapter has, but I think those issues are more, as Steve was putting it, are more inherent with this arc. And we discussed that a lot last week too. Um, But I I think this is a really, this is what Oda kind of hasn't been able to do in a little while. Uh, Give us something different that tugs at the heartstrings, that focuses on one scene for the entire time. And I know that's an Ed thing and it does that very well. Um, and gives us character development at the same time and sets up kind of a change in the status quo and the dynamic that we have here. Cause uh, unfortunately we have to wait an extra week, uh, but I feel like things could really go in an interesting and different direction with the cards that have been thrown down on the table here. Um, any final thoughts from anyone? Um, I haven't seen the next chapter yet since we have a break, obviously, but I would not be surprised if we get to the uh, end of Act 2, like, within Soon. a chapter or two. Yeah, yeah I was ready like, for that to be this week. Yeah, I mean, it's almost there right now. So, yeah, I think we're going to head, uh, like Zach said, I think we're going to head into a big transition soon. Yeah, and I could even see, just to throw in some predictions since we, I why not? Um, the smile fruit thing, I could see waiting to resolve as to what the explanation to that is for a little while. If the third act is going to be a flashback and it happens soon, which I think would be a really cool narrative, you know, turn, uh, considering everything we just got this chapter. Um, I think we might get an explanation of the smile fruits and kind of a show don't tell way, uh, where Mm -hmm. we actually get to see it and see how it affected a you know, firsthand as readers. Hey, Zach, do you have a you don't happen to have on hand our predictions for when the chapter when Wano would end? Do you? Oh my god! Um, you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about then the piece together segment, right. uh, which we're going to go into right now. This is the Piece Together segment where we take your questions, comments, and theories and shoot them to death. I'm sorry, that was in really poor taste. Um, Sam. Jesus Christ. (laughs) A man is dead, Zach. (laughs) To be fair, a fictional man. (laughs) (laughs) Sam. No, Steve, you don't understand. Zach is... (laughs) (laughs) Sam. Ed has not given me my little jingle yet. Oh, yeah. It's time for Disney. There we go. Now I can do it. <clears throat> Our first disc piece comes from Morgil. You guys ever going to get around to doing that Zoe read-through episode and later arcs too? 
Also, whatever happened to that Dragon Ball spinoff you guys started? I feel like you only did just one episode. What? No. Um, we recorded two. Uh, I expecting too. Zach to start laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually crying, guys. I'm actually crying. Um, so uh, we've been planning a trip to Japan. Uh, and that has been uh, kind of taking... At, I think at the time we were doing the Dragon Ball one, we were either in the very preliminary stages of it or, you know, hadn't quite cemented anything. Uh, so it's been taking up a little more time than I would... Well, not more time than I expect. It's been taking up a lot of time. So uh, when we get back, hopefully we could uh, return to uh, those. And that's all I have to say about that. And I'm going to go cry. And by that, I mean laugh hysterically. Maybe I'll... Uh, there is a second episode of the Dragon Ball show. I can edit it. No, I, I have it. It's just I kind of want to re-record it because it wasn't our best. But that's no. just me. Um, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Our next disc piece comes from Herber Burler Burler. Uh, is Zach going to deliver on trivia Taiyaki in Japan? If so, please record the purchase and consumption of all the Taiyaki. I don't even know if I like Taiyaki. I've never had one. Um, like, do I, I even want this? Uh, like, yes, it's it. a cookie. I'm gonna... It's a cookie. Okay. Yeah, but there's crappy cookies out there. But Taiyaki is fish and cake. Yeah, I think um, Celadoro Breakfast Treats. I think uh, Kelly mentioned Kelly mentioned there was a place she knew that had good Taiyaki. I think Um, one of someone mentioned that, or Maddie mentioned that. Okay, I couldn't remember who said that. We bite into it, they taste bad, and then it just cuts to Zach buying us a bunch of sliders. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So. What was I going to say? Oh, so I will deliver on it. I think um, I'm trying to remember who it is before. I think it was Dark Leviathan was putting together the list. I think he lost it and he was going to try putting it together again um, of how much Taiyaki I I owe everyone. So once I get that list, I will deliver on the Taiyaki, even if it's a lot of Taiyaki. And this is only for the trivia for the last year because the first one you delivered at the wedding. You, donuts, yes, I did. Yeah, for those who were there. Yeah, yeah. Donuts. And I know those counted, so I didn't take any. They were very Ooh. good because because um, I was full <laughs> and maybe um, a little okay. hungover. Sam, our next disc piece comes from Narthon. With the frequent breaks right now, I figure it is a good time to catch up on some other Shonen Jump series. What finished series that are available with the Viz subscription? Do you guys recommend? Well, my oh, you said finished. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) He was going to say he was going to say Samurai Eight. Have you done any other? I'm trying to remember. Did you do any other Shonen Jump series that are on? Um, I did. Oh, um, well, I do Platinum End, which is the monthly series. I think from yeah from the um, uh, Death Note team, but that is not finished yet. Although I think it is going to, I think it's it's winding down. Um, but I have not finished any series. Uh, there's always JoJo's, so that's not finished mm-hmm. either. Technically, I guess the well, parts are individual parts. Yeah, yeah. Um, been like I, eight parts. Yeah. Got the first, uh, the first three parts on on the app, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, a big fan of uh, Cross Manage, which is. It got canceled pretty early, but it's still a really good, That's a good series yeah. that I recommend. Hunter Hunter. That's not finished, but it's there's a lot Is of that it. on the app? No. Is, it isn't? Oh, that's no, the, the one. Yeah, that's still a holdout, I think. Yeah, oh. that new Hawker show. show. Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho is in two. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, it's not done, but I read through all the Promised Neverland that's out right now, and that would take a couple of days, I guess. Um, Doctor Slump is of, on it. Doctor Slump. Yeah, Doctor Slump. Yeah, I should pick that one back up. I should probably just open this up and see what is actually on there. But um, yeah, they have other, all of uh, uh, assa- Assassination Classroom. If you haven't read that one, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. Love that class. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. Sorry, I'm just thinking. Was I heard good things about Neolation, even though it got canceled really quick. Um, Golden Kamui is on there, but that's not done. And I have it. And that may not be on the app. It's only on the website. That's only Mm -hmm. on the website, correct? Yeah. Some Uh, of these are only on the site. Uh, You should read Kawa. It's on there. Uh, It's short. Um, It's cute. It's drama. Um, Oh, I guess Slam Dunk isn't on there either, is it? Yeah, that's probably because they. I want to uh, read Slam Dunk. Yeah. Probably because Inoue and Togashi have like contracts that predate all the concept of reading electronically. Right. <laughs> Some, something like or, that. Yeah. Or they might say, be like Urasawa. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to say they don't have his other like Vagabond or yeah. um, real either ba- on digital. Yeah. Are you guys fan? I haven't read all of Bakuman, but that's all there. Um, it's good. I mean, certainly, if you want to, it, that is one of the wordiest series I've ever seen. Like, it's one the, of my personal favorites. It's, yeah. it's, but it's, it's, it's like very firmly in like problematic fave territory right now. Yeah, yeah. There's some weird stuff in there, but as far as like too many, too learning, many opinions about women. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. As far as yeah, like learning it. about learning about the um the the backside of the business, there's some really you know interesting stuff there. Just and I mean, dames get in the way. <laughs> I mean, there's also, of course, Pretty Dragon much. Ball. There's Dragon Ball, Death Note. All you need is Kill is there, too. Um, yeah. So which much. is the uh, which was the inspiration for the it's now called Live, Die, Repeat. Edge no, of that was Edge of Tomorrow. Live, Die, Repeat was the catchphrase that they put way more. Out no, there. I, I, no, no, no. That's, they, so they, they changed the title on the. Yeah, they changed the title for the Blu-ray. Oh really? That's yeah. bizarre. It is. It did poorly at the box office, but you yeah. should read them. All. I heard it's they were good. making a sequel, though. Is that wrong? Yeah, did... I, I I heard that too. I don't know what's going on. I'll have to look that up. Some I think it might have done favorite. Yeah. Or it might have done well internationally because that's a thing now. Like if it does that's well true. internationally, yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm happy if it did well internationally. I heard very good things. I need to see it. Um. Okay. I think we're done there. Uh, any anything else? Sam? Uh, no. Oh, Peace. yes, yes. Oh. We were doing Peace Together, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, there is a, a sequel titled Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat is in development. That is a stupid name. <laughs> That's what they're going with. <laughs> uh, our next our next disc piece comes from Grim Pyro. Holy moly, this chapter was heavy. Some real feels, poor Toko. And all the smile reveal uh, brings up and the smile reveal brings up lots of questions. Are emotions used to create them or some type of weird side effect of them being created nearby? Uh, and how? I have a feeling we'll be seeing Vegapunk fairly soon. Oh, that's a good well, that's a good yeah. connection. And that we know, Orochi specifically asked. Vegapunk. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we've also said, I have a feeling we'll be seeing Vegapunk fairly soon, about every five volumes uh, <laughs> since like Marineford. For, so, punk has yeah, thriller it's got punk in the name. He's got to be there. Um, I mean, no, no, I would, I just want to say we might also kind of hear more about the 
actual background to devil fruits in the process mm-hmm. because those are so intertwined. I maybe it's like almost like a full metal alchemist thing as to like what does it take to make a devil fruit? How many mm-hmm. people were sacrificed or not quite mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> but but you get you get it. Like they're they're right. to make artificial ones there were probably some terrible things that had to happen and here we go. Uh, our final Go piece yeah. comes from OG San. Hey, OPP, did anybody think that when Orochi said, bring me my horse, he actually meant two guys with horse legs? Are they smile <laughs> users, genetically modified cosplayers? Next question. Genetically people, modified uh, cosplayers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> those are two separate questions, technically, but I like, the, I like combining them. Um, okay. Uh, next question. If the people of Ebisu Town were somehow forced into becoming like the pleasures... That's another that's another angle on this. I got another question on this from an email, yeah. Uh, do you think this was done on purpose by Orochi as some sort of twisted propaganda to make people appear happy? Hmm. Uh, that hmm. would kind of tie in with the the sort of closed nation like North Korea type. I mean, yeah, the other thing is, yeah, as far as like it being in explicitly or intentionally like inflicted on the one town would it would it would help to clear up a lot of the sort of uncertainty of like why is it only these people and not like the entire country or anywhere that we've seen before that mm-hmm. has been dealing with smile fruits because i mean you know like weren't they they were making the smile fruits in uh dress rosa right that was the, the they factory were. yeah and yeah. Punk hazard yeah, but what yeah. were they making it out of? And like what what is in that recipe, I guess, is exactly. kind of the question that's still Yeah. Chemical X. Yeah. No. Um as far as the uh the horse thing, yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go back and change that when we when we go to, to graphic novel because uh what he says yeah, he says bring me well, I mean, with the way the Japanese works, it would literally be bring me horse, but it would you know, <laughs> it, it's not it's There's not more leeway like, to imply. Right. He could have meant horses. I, I think I translated it as bring me my horse. So, you know, I just assumed that if he was saying that, because he didn't say bring me the carriage or something like that, or the palanquin. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I'll change it to be like, you know, bring bring the horses around or something like that. And then you see what the horses are. And it's kind of <laughs> oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. There's no emails. That was it for Dis- Discord, right? Uh, yes, this should do it. Um, okay, Stephen, uh, go with Reddit then. All right. Uh, ACLA for Life says, do you think the other two daimyo are still alive from pre-Orochi? It would feel a little late to introduce them at this point, don't you think? Hmm. That is curious. Yeah, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I have no... I, I couldn't guess one way or the other. I think he could definitely introduce them if he wanted, but he could also just never mention it if, um, you know, if if he doesn't want to crowd the story up too much. Um, don't know. Uh, Bronze Salamander says, uh, "Who do you think is the strongest character in One Piece at the moment, Akainu or one of the y- Yoko, um, or potentially <laughs> someone else completely?" Huge fan. Keep up the great work. Well, the Yoko uh, are I would, strong. Yeah, I would yeah. not put like. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just like a dumb thing to to get too like pedantic about. I would not put Akainu in like on the level of Kaido. No. Probably not. And as for Yoko, she broke up the Beatles, so she's pretty strong. My my money would be on Blackbeard just based on his power set, right? 
Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I mean, I if, we're supposed if he to isn't think that. right, if he isn't now, then he will be by the time we get around to him. Probably, yeah. like, will be when kinda... he has like a third fruit. Exactly. Yeah, that seems about right. But, uh, let's... but I mean, I'm I'm sure that. Uh, sorry to cut you off there, Stephen. No, but no. I was going to say, uh, since I mean, it's been two years since the Paramount War. Uh, he's probably got a lot more of a chance to play around and and control his new earthquake powers too. Mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but to me, possible, Blackbeard's but, thing is that yeah. he's just so like underhanded in his in his attacks, rather than like necessarily individually strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is strong, but like uh, not not like Kaido level. Like Kaido, they're you know as they they build him as the strongest creature in the world. Yeah, so tough you can't you can't kill him. Right. I'm sure that Shanks is up there too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like physically strong, it would be Kaido and Big Mom. Like those seem like they're way ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Dot uh, Coder 876 says the specter of Kaido's road poneglyph has been present since Zoe, but we haven't heard much about it since Wano started. Where and when do you think this will come up? Um, yeah. I think the only time we heard mentioned that was um when robin was poking around right didn't she say there's going to be a stone somewhere mm-hmm. um i don't know i feel like that's probably waiting till onigashima maybe yeah it seems most it, likely that's where robin figures it is right yeah i mean it's just kind of where everything is bound to end up once the mm-hmm. the real fighting starts and we get to the climactic stuff because i mean you know I, I don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to to add that into the story kind of in the middle of the arc since like that's like the whole point of the poneglyphs is they point the way forward right so you'd figure it would be more of a post arc type of thing um but um yeah that's my guess uh the chef 12 says why do you think odin is still being blacked out it feels like there is no reason for secrecy anymore what kind of moment do you think Oda is saving for the reveal of Odin's face? Could there be a reveal of some sort left? Sometimes well, it's just a matter of theatrics. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's doing. Like yeah, Komosaki, I mean, he did the same thing. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to, because like Steli showed up in the anime, and I remember thinking like uh, when they were like just showing the back of his head, I'm like, oh, is there going to be like a surprise that he's actually like super handsome or something? And then it's like, no, he just <laughs> looks the way he did when he was a kid. Uh, it's just more... Like, for like Sabo effect. too, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we solved this in the chapter. It's just Squid Ink, right? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. No, that's I mean, his, the, the, his, uh, yeah. yeah, the uh, the real. The, I mean, I think the real reason is that, like, when when Oda does this, um, like, as sort of teasing characters, the reveal is for when they officially become like an ongoing character in what is about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. if he showed off Odin here, it would be saying, it would be kind of like saying, okay, here he is. He's fully introduced. This is a, you know, an entire character at this point. But if you're not in the flashback, it doesn't really make sense to jump the gun that way. Yeah, um, actually so. he very notably did the same thing with Momonosuke. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, he was even a little bit weirder in that case. I feel like, because of the way he he drew him. Oh yeah, um, that was really weird. Yeah. 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 But um yeah, that, that's 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 the only reason why. Uh Grand Reboot has some more uh comments about the uh, smile fruit. Um could you consider that the reason the gift uh, could, could you consider the smile fruit the reason the gifters were always smiling creepily even in Zo? Technically that is not the gifters, that's the pleasures. 
Um, and considering this has been used by that clown Caesar to manufacture <laughs> use to manufacture these smiles using some bloodline elements, and that judge used it on his sons, which robbed them of their emotions. Could you consider the bloodline elements to be the cause of all of this? Um, also, it seems experimentation has been a big theme in the second half of the Grand Line. There is the gigantification equipment or experiment on the children, the cloning of the German soldiers, the modification of the Vin Smoke siblings, and the manufacturing of the Devil Fruits. Any thoughts on this? Yeah, Good point. There's definitely some connections to be made. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, bloodline elements is literally just, that's just Otis' DNA, word for DNA. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't, I don't know that that necessarily has to be like a special unique thing. Um, but, but I think there's something going on with like the pleasures and stuff, yeah. like the, 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 the forced, like smiling and laughing and like combining that with their weird, like masochism. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I, I feel like that would be a, an interesting, um, uh, inference to draw from that, um, yeah, as far as like the experimentation thing, I'm still not sure. Like, I can't tell if, if like you know, this is Oda like building up to something specific and important, or if he's just kind of bringing us closer to the orbit of Vegapunk as a character, or if he's just like really into like the idea of experiments and experimentation, like as a as a story arc element and he just keeps reusing it because he is enjoying it. I, I really am not sure entirely what to make of it. Um, it's interesting though. Like, and, and, and also with like, you know, the gigantification of the children and then that sort of tying into like big mom's thing with gigantification. There's, I don't know, there's some fishy stuff going on, but I don't know how much of it is, is all, you know, a grand unified theory. Interesting stuff. Uh, let's see, just a couple more. Um, oh boy. Okay, I'm sorry, yes, Rob, I'm gonna skip this one. This is too long. Uh, Robrecht OP, let's do this quickly. Uh, what are your feelings about Game of Thrones season eight so far? I enjoyed episode <laughs> three a lot, but I did feel some episode, some issues with episode four. Um, I think it's been bad. How come? I, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I'm watching the new season, but it's I, I've only started watching the series over the last few years, so I just don't think I'm completely invested in the series. It's, it's, it's a lot like WWE's recent booking, where they do ridiculous oh, shit, where they do ridiculous okay. shit, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but like Lucy uh, Hot. Not, not, not quite like that, but like just doing. Just doing stuff you I mean that's you know it's an ending that's good enough yeah I I mean I guess you know spoilers but I I don't know last up the last episode was really bad um uh John and Danny are both boneheads doing boneheaded stuff um they have the least chemistry of fucking any couple (laughs) that is supposed to be madly in love that I've ever seen yeah like it's 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 like watching the Star Wars prequels. Like it's <laughs> it sounds like the like, last season yeah, no. of Battlestar Galactica because I am a nerd. But. Mm, yeah. I mean, but on the other hand, I'm yeah. also really enjoying it because it's kind of ridiculous. And I mean, like, it's fun, like what? yeah, 
What is going on? Look, look, it's not the worst thing in the world, and the one thing that I'm super invested in might happen tonight on tonight's episode. So that yeah. I'm really holding out for a dog army. I I liked the um I liked the zombie battle. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't. I thought that one was pretty good, but it's everything a very satisfying else is, ending. I like the yeah, yeah yeah. Everything else has been Great. kind of meh. Yeah. Not to shock everyone, but I have not seen it. Um, mm-hmm. all I know is that a coffee Where's cup was left on the table. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I've watched all like eight seasons of it at this point. Sure, I'm uh I'm more invested right now in Deadwood. I'm rewatching it because the movie's coming oh, out. Oh yeah, so uh, I'm that. basically going. I'm more or less going through Deadwood for the first time, and it's really oh, great. Yeah. And, I, might, I might keep uh, HBO now for that because I've been I've had it for Thrones, and we'll see. So uh, that's and, and I heard the new season of Barry is good. I'm waiting for my girlfriend to so we can watch all of it in one go. Mm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Game of Thrones is fine. I'm um, Zombie Battle was was also kind of fine. I hated a lot of the decisions that were made in terms of quote unquote strategy. Uh, but, terrible. They're terrible at stretch. <laughs> but um but yeah, the ending of it was nice, I guess. Uh and um hopefully tonight's episode will be good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, two more <laughs> uh two more. Uh Nawanda the Druid says, When are we gonna get a new cover story? I'm kind of over these fan requests. What cover story do you wanna see? Well, I certainly Never. understand that when when we're getting down to Montdor on the covers. So, oh yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> um, yeah, bottom of the barrel. Uh, yeah, yeah it's been almost this. It's been almost this whole arc, by the way. Like, yeah, it's been, been a while. In, yeah, yeah, more Enru, more Enru uh, returns from space. <laughs> uh, Dellinger called false fate ahead. Nice. Uh, more or Lumbus. No, oh my God! More, <laughs> more Lumbus. Yeah, I want more Lumbus. Give me more Lumbus. <laughs> more Lumbus. <laughs> Where he's just folding his clothes, and that's, and that's and every that's single how one. You make a Lumbus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Stephen. Any other? Uh, so that's how our Lumbus is made. <laughs> All right. L- last one is from Pencils for Life. Uh, I know most of you guys aren't a fan of the fact that the Fishman Island arc outfits are the default outfits for most things the crew is used in. So if you got to choose the default outfit for each straw hat from any movies, arcs, and TV specials, which would you choose for each of them? I'm not actually sure what they mean by this. Oh, uh, oh default, default means in the, the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know, like... Uh, uh, like in like merchandising and stuff, like you always see, you always see Zoro in like the green robes and Nami in the bikini top, and right. Um, yeah. I this arc, I really like all the outfits in this arc. Maybe Zach, Brooke, but go ahead. Zach, yes. you, you can't do that. It's like it's like no, I know. Favorite, it's like saying your favorite Mario outfit is one of the outfits from Mario Party Two when they're thematic. <laughs> they're, they're, they exist within the 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 game board. I guess um, I was answering which is my favorite instead of which do I want to be the. I guess it's a okay. slightly different question. Yeah. All right. Let's let's do Whole this. Cake Island then be... maybe the early Whole Cake. Well, Island? Yeah, I, I don't know. I would I would want the outfits to like more commonly reflect like what's going on in the story at that given time. Uh, I don't think there should be generic ones. That's just me. But yeah. Well, I mean, so, so there is there is kind of an angle here though. Like so before I always liked how. Like you could you could have characters like Luffy and Zoro who almost always wear the same thing, um, but then like the girls like they change clothes every every day because uh, they care more about that stuff and like it 
felt like that was the kind of thing you would see reflected in like the openings and the marketing more often. I don't know, but I feel like even Zoro changes clothes pretty much every arc after like uh, Baroque Works begins because he's got his like winter jacket and drum, and then he's wearing desert clothes, and then he changes to the tank top for Skypea. But then so he goes I- back to the white shirt for like Davy Back and Water Seven. But then he goes to the the yellow jacket for like, like how much each character changes clothes like kind of reflects an aspect of their personality. I think. That's Are true. we? Uh, but. For default outfits, are we just limited to to post time skip or just anything? Well, I, well, see, that's that's what I was just asking. So when they tricky. say Fishman, when they say Fishman Island, are they just talking about the return to Sabaudi, like yes. the post time yeah. skip? Okay, all right, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, the the classic like post time skip. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't like Luffy's sleeves. I like the tank. Yeah, the I think it's got to draw. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also don't like the sleeves. Like, I don't love his post time skip outfit. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Class- yeah. classic Luffy is fine. Uh, even classic Zoro. Uh, I do miss the white tee and sash. Uh, Sanji. Uh, also, I kind of miss the classic blue pinstripes. Uh, it was great. Uh, oh my god, I'm just gonna say. Oh, just the yeah. original default design. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> gonna say that. Just, just get all I- the way through it. Can I say this? Can I say this? Robin, wear a cowboy hat again. Bangs. Bangs. (laughs) Cowboy hat and bangs for John. Bangs in uh, Dressrosa. And stop wearing that quilt that that's on like draped over your grandmother's couch. Like put on some pants, cowboy hat, bangs, please. Please. God, Robin's Fishman Island outfit is the worst. It's she's wearing a quilt. (laughs) She's wearing like a beach towel. Okay. And I'm a revolutionary. Let me like wear what I'm going to wear to the beach. Okay. Let's move <laughs> away from this uh, and take a little information Chopper, before Ch- Chop- Chopper's fine. Chopper's fine. Chopper's always fine. Um, so let's talk about something before we get to uh, Ed's favorite thing. Um, yeah. We had a, when will Wano end uh, question that was posed at the end of the manga recap. Um, we I mean, predicted this back at the beginning of the arc, uh, but I noticed, Steve, uh, you never gave us uh, a choice, probably because you were out a lot during that period of time. Uh, would you like to predict when Wano ends? Would I enjoy it? I don't know. but uh... No, no. Can you tell us? <laughs> uh, okay. So the recent chapter was 942. Correct. So it has to be above that. <laughs> and it's a uh, price is right rule. So it's the closest without going over. So that means whatever you put at your minimum is the lowest it could be. Uh, I'll tell you if it's already been taken. Oh God. What has, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'll cut you some slack here. I'll read what everyone else chose in order. Uh, Ed said it would be chapter 969. Uh, Alex, do you nice. have your catchphrase? Thank you. Um, That's what, 23, for, how many chapters? 26 chapters from now? Yeah. Sam uh, one-upped you with 970, um, which is a douchey move, Sam, I'm just going to say. Um, Kelly said 975. Alex, you said 981. Stephen said 990. Maddie said 1001. And I, hoping to lose, said eleven hundred. Um, so, Steve, what would you like to choose? 
So it was nine eighty nine taken. Nine eighty nine is not taken, but Stephen picked nine ninety, which only leaves you the choice of nine eighty nine if you choose. Steve, you're literally screwing yourself here. Yeah, that is okay. literally what you're doing. I don't know yeah, if yeah, you yeah. want to do that. Yeah. You don't even oh, know yeah, how yeah. to cheat at Price Is Right. No, I, but, hey, you just told me like six numbers at once. It's hard to. All right, nine sixty nine, nine seventy, nine seventy five, nine eighty one. 1,000, 990, 1,001, and 1,100. Those are the numbers. Ooh. Um, maybe, fuck. I don't, I, I don't want to pick a high number because I don't want this arc to go on for that long. Um, it's not what, what you want. The, it's what you think. <laughs> it's what the heart uh, wants. Um, wh- where were we in, the, who picked like 970-something? What was that again? Uh, Sam picked 970, Kelly picked 975, Alex okay. picked 981, Ed picked 969. Uh, I am going to pick 995. That's a good guess, I think. Um, okay, so with that out of the way, Ed, it's time to... Peace the tweet! What do we got this week, Ed? All right, our first piece of the tweet comes from, uh, I'll do this one, this one from a day ago. Wakui Sabasa says, with D- Detective Pikachu out now, I was curious, which Pokemon do you think a Straw Hat would have as their partner? Luffy would probably go with Apom, Apom? but yes. he would probably fight the battles himself. Uh, we, we've had plenty of uh, Pokemon questions, which ones they would be, uh, even up to the latest uh, Sanji's Cool cast. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, the Nami would have uh, either like Persian or uh, the uh, the cat from I think Diamond and Pearl. Perloin. Uh, Perloin. Perloin. Okay. Uh, Zora would have Scyther. Um, yeah. uh, Frankie should have a crab brawler, just because. I feel like we've answered this question a few times. We have. Let me just have a Persian. Yeah, yeah I, I said possibly Persian. Yeah. Uh, Perline. Perline. Yes, yeah, specifically like a thief Pokemon. Sanji. Uh, I I think Blaziken. Swana. Or Swana. Swana. Yeah, Swana is a uh, Bonkai. No, no, Swana yeah, belongs Bonkai. to Swana belongs to Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> but Swan is also like Sanji's like image animal, isn't it? Duck. Uh, Ram. Duck. Duck, ducklet. So, no. he could be so duck. He'd, he'd be he'd be Psyduck. <laughs> Psyduck. Uh, I mean, obviously, like in, Infernape is like the super obvious one for Luffy, because uh, it's got the like Sun Sun Wukong, yeah, fire monkey. Mm-hmm. But like, so people say Apom a lot. I th- I I think Luffy would think Primeape was super awesome. I think he would like the sort of like super aggressive like macho. Should we move Luffy on to the next question? <laughs> I think so. oh, oh, I'm sorry, Zach. Are we boring you? Are we boring? Yes, anybody? you are. <laughs> get, get in the brook yet? Yeah, I have to get a brook. Oh, oh uh, to brook. Let's go. Okay, now we're yeah, <laughs> Okay, next one comes from Mikamata. What about Jimbe? Oh my God! Jimbe <laughs> uh, is not officially in the Waylord. Waylord. <laughs> Waylord. Yeah. Assuming that Yasuie actually died, how does this sequence compared to compare to other One Piece deaths? Final speech and buildup all felt like a flashback, but in the present, doesn't it have the does it have the same impact as other classic deaths like Hero Look, for example? I mean, based on the manga recap, I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't 
I need to finish this arc before I could really say that, I feel like. Or at least the flashback. Um, I mean, Hero Luke is, like, the most impactful death in the series for me to this day. Yeah, um, something like that is, like, very... Just, like, very heartfelt. And, like, I, th- I part, part of what makes Yasu's death interesting to me is it's more, like, jerking the reader's attention into, like, a completely unexpected place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, what's right. next? Yeah. Next one comes from Lord of Nuggets, who asked this last week, but we only asked... He asked two questions last week, so he asked this one again. Uh, for this week, could you recommend some manga aimed towards adults? Genre... Uh, yeah, regardless of genre. I've started Vinland Saga and Vagabond already. Thanks. Urasawa, all of yeah, Urasawa. I was about to say anything yeah. anything by Urasawa for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh I I would recommend Doro Hidoro, which I, I bought a bunch of volumes from uh used bookstore and I'm enjoying a lot. I'm looking um, back on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. Uh Pluto. Pluto's um, always a good one to start with. It's a short shorter one. Yeah. If you're gonna get into Urasawa, I start with Pluto. Uh mm-hmm. I would, I would I would recommend uh, you know what you should read Apollo's song by Osamu Tezuka. Yeah, that's a good um, one. It's only two volumes. It's really it's a wonderful story. I would aim, I would say it's aimed at adults. Um, uh, as long as I'm recommending Tezuka, Buddha is also very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Uh- <laughs> As, no, also, yeah. 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 Next one comes from Quip Quest, who says, Got my hands on the release of Volume 90, and do my eyes deceive me? The header says Wano instead of New World. How and mm-hmm. why did it take this long? <laughs> uh, yeah, did I we ask the... Alexi or someone when that happened? <laughs> I forget. Uh, yeah, I think I think we talked about this briefly when the um when the the images of it first started popping up. Uh but yeah, I think Alexi was sort of like, uh, let's let's finally change it. Especially, I think knowing that this was an arc that had been talked okay. about for a long time, uh, that it was you know a, an, an important uh, change in the um, uh, you know in the setting of the the series. And he got really nervous because like right around the time that we were um, finishing, I think we talked about this when we had them on. Right around the time that. Uh, we were uh, that he he was like finalizing. He's like, okay, I have to make a decision. Do I want to change this to to Wano for this volume cover? Uh, was right around the time that Act One ended, and he was like, oh my god, are they going to leave Wano? Is this going to go somewhere else? And then <laughs> it's going to be like one or two volumes, and then we have to change it to something else, and it's going to look really <laughs> bad in retrospect. And I was like, no, dude, just go with it. It'll be fine. Trust me. We're not we're not going anywhere else. So. I, it's. I mean, I, I understand from Alexi's point of view, it is a huge risk to change it. Um, right. Like from and, and from us readers, it's like, why wouldn't you do that? But you don't know what's happening. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and, and like the. The big part, the reason why they started doing this in the first place, was because they were doing the speed ups and stuff, and they were basically like, yeah, and it, it was like that in that cover. Ten years that ago. was right. That was from like Water Seven through marineford pretty much like just and they went like retrospectively and changed the other no that was no that was uh it started in skypea but yeah yeah but it was like five volumes a month or something like that and so yeah so you you give them these subtitles so that people are like okay this is this part of the story i want to read you know i only have x number i can only afford so many books i want to get these ones first or something like that it's just you know it's kind of a helpful thing but 
it means less once you're caught up in it, or it, it's more difficult and less easy to do than, um, what, you know, when you're all caught up and you're like, okay, does this technically count as this arg? Like, what if we ending at a really awkward spot and we don't actually know what everyone's going to be calling the next arc, you know, things like that. It, yeah, it I remember. Really tricky. I remember, um, like when they were like finally starting to get caught up with Viz. Like there was a time where I, I saw pictures of like Volume Fifty Seven with the Impel Down logos on it. Still, like they weren't sure if they're going to like name it Paramount War or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think really probably the the biggest culprit with the uh, the New World thing was that the arc that or the book that we come back is like, it basically ends with them about to go to Fishman Island. And, you know, they, they could have decided to go with Fishman Island, but you know, it's like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to switch to new world because that's kind of the theme of like, whatever it is, volume 62, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, so what, is it just going to be the one volume and then you call it Fishman Island? Like, that's a little weird. Uh, you know, it, it should last at least a certain amount. And so that's, that's how it got kind of locked in. And then they just never, never changed it until now. So I don't know. It's a tricky business. <laughs> All right. What's next? Uh, next two questions are more comments, but they're about the same thing. Uh, first from our very own dark King Zorro, Brian Newton on Twitter says, so the pleasures in Kaido's troops are a result of the smile fruit. Did they get defective fruits or is it from the toxics in the environment from the factories in Wano? Having all of Ebisu laughing hysterically about Yasu is going to be creepy in the anime. And also from That's Stacey so. Chen, also from Stacey Chen, who says, Doflamingo had to be involved with the smiling effect, right? He always had that maniacal smile on his face. Would he have wanted everyone to be the same? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not really a question you can answer, but... Yeah, yeah. Ka- yeah. I mean, Kaido isn't always smiling. The, Definitely been pissed. Yeah, uh, but right? the but the like the, the use of that symbology is pretty rich, I'd say, mm-hmm. given how much we've seen it. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. and What's finally, next? from Jack, the last question from Jack Say, who says, Kaido is the strongest beast alive, right? Do you think Kaido could win one-on-one with Zunisha? <laughs> <laughs> no. Zunisha's less of a fighter and more of a giant elephant. Well, they he are wrecked, both creatures. They are he, wrecked, both. he wrecked Jack. Like, come on. Yeah, but Jack, we've learned like we have is to... kind of a peon <laughs> in this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> I think there's a non-zero chance we're going to actually see have that question answered in this arc. Oh God, <laughs> I I I want to see That's it, but true. I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, because I know the answer, and it is not Zunisha who wins that. Um, but I, I definitely want to. Didn't we make the joke at the beginning of the arc that Zunisha's just parked off of Wano, just standing there, <laughs> yeah, waiting for everyone? Um, yeah, I, I could actually see him be in the vicinity because how the hell did everyone get there? Um, okay, let's, uh, let's round off this podcast. Okay. Yeah. This has been the One Piece Podcast, episode 569, for May 12th, 2019. Before we do a little bit more Wano trivia, following up from last week's, uh, why don't we, uh, go around the horn, let everyone know where, uh, you could find us. Uh, let's start. Sam, where could, where could people find you? Well, they can find me on Twitter at Lucky Chainsaw. They can find me on AnimeNewsNetwork.com doing the daily streaming reviews for One Piece, Black Clover, and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Uh, been a lot of, like, little, like, clip shows and, like, non-episodes lately, so I've, I've been kind of getting a little break. 
Um, and they can find me on the One Piece podcast every week, doing or almost every week. Usually on a regular schedule, we would be doing it every <laughs> week, doing the anime recaps. But we got you here now, so that's what's important. Uh, Steven. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Translatosaurus and uh, read my work every week uh, for One Piece and Samurai 8 at shonenjump.viz.com and mangaplus.shueisha.co.jp. Thank you, Stephen. And if you're not doing that, come on. Um, Alex. Well, you can always find me on Twitter at dude exclamation, all one word. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, check out superheartfight.com slash merch and buy Cute Animals on Fire, the uh, card game I helped work on. And um, hey, if you're in Baltimore this week, why not check out Super Art Fight, the show? Um, I will be there performing, of course, uh, alongside some other cool peeps. And um, you should also listen to Toho Yaro, the podcast I do with uh, Joey and Scott about Japanese film. Um, our last movie that we had done is Abashiri Prison, and the one that we've got coming up, um, it's a little late, apologies, life got in the way, um, is the movie Departures. Um, so please find that movie, watch it, and then listen to the upcoming episode. Uh, and uh, at Weeb Simpsons on Twitter. Steve. As well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Steve Yurko is the username. And listen to me on other podcasts like uh, Toon Sweet. It's the wrestling entrance uh, theme podcast I do with our good friend Doctor of the SSA podcast. AA podcast, I should say. doesn't matter. Uh, it does. Uh, also, I'm on The Deep End with Matthew J. It is uh, a podcast where we go through everything that's ever aired on Adult Swim. So check that out. And Ed, where can the good people out there contact us? Well, you are Zach underscore Logan on Twitter. I am Edward E. One Piece. I'm also at Weave Trailers. You can check out uh, what I posted since I got back from vacation. I posted a trailer for My Neighbors, The Amadas, which is a classic Ghibli movie. And also, more on brand, a uh, Dragon Ball Z double feature for both TV specials and one DVD. So check that out. Anyway, uh, the podcast can be found at OnePiecePodcast.com, Twitter.com, YouTube.com, and Facebook.com slash OnePiecePodcast. OnePiecePodcast at gmail.com is our email address. OnePiecePodcast is our Skype name. Please support us, Patreon.com slash OnePiecePodcast. Our subreddit is r slash OnePiecePodcast. You can leave us some peace together there. You can subscribe on SoundCloud, subscribe on uh, Spotify, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, or call us on our phone number, Zach. Ed, that phone number is 347-497-MAJI. MAJI. That phone number again is 347-497-6254. Call anytime. Anytime. With your questions, comments, and theories, but we only take them from the living, so if you're some sort of dead person, please do not send those to us. Um, okay. So, for today's trivia, uh, you may have listened last week, and if you haven't, this will be new for you. Uh, last week, Stephen won five to two to zero in our trivia, um, because I mean, thanks on, for Steve. reminding them. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> you're an American treasure. I have to tell, remind people why. <laughs> um, so uh, we're gonna do the same thing this week because I, I had some fun doing it, um, and it's it's a lot more pressure on me than you guys actually for this. So this is what we're doing. Uh, the goal is to get to five points. Uh, all you have to do is pick a random number between 909 and 942. Uh, those are the chapters of the Wano arc. 
I will ask you a random question about that chapter. It could be easy. It could be hard. You have no mm -hmm. idea. And I have no idea because I will make up the question after you say the uh, chapter number. The rules are first one to five points wins. But if they do not get it, anyone who answers first will have a chance to steal that. Uh, you guys got it? I think so. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So uh, basically answer the question. If you say, I don't know, I give up. Or if you say the wrong answer, everyone else could. Someone else in. is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, the order will be Alex, Ed, Steve, Steven, and Sam. So Alex, you are first. Pick a number okay. between 909 and 942. Uh, 926. 926. Okay. So that's just. Anyone want to play the Jeopardy music while I find something? Um, no, we're hanging out to dry here. Oh, crap. Again? Okay, so let's start with this. What is the name of the hippo smile fruit user Vice Warden? That would be Dubon. I mean, who is Dubon? No, you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the effort. Ed, pick a number, 909 to 942. Uh, 939. 939, that's pretty recent. Um, so let's see. Um... Okay, this is a harder one. Uh, what is the what is the phrase that Stephen translated that is also the title of chapter nine hundred and thirty nine? If you just get the animal in it, I will give you credit. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's a it's a phrase that's in Japanese that is you know at the third hour of the bull. No, I know no that's not it. Uh, who who would like to steal? It's the I leopard. Like steal. Oh, well, there we oh. go. <laughs> Sam got it. Good job, you just blurt it out when they don't get yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fine. It's winner take all there. Okay, Steve. Yo. Pick a number nine hundred nine uh, and nine forty two. Between what and nine forty two? Nine oh nine. Nine oh nine. Uh, nine forty. No, sorry. Nine thirty seven. Remember, you could pick one that's recent, but you risk, if you miss it, everyone else knowing it. Okay, so let's see what we got. Oh, here we go. Who is the most wanted man in the flower capital? Ooh, okay. Wouldn't that be... Uh, this is a bad. tough one. Mm. Out of, out of context, this is tough. <laughs> the most wanted man in the flower capital. Mm -hmm. Currently, is this is this before or after? The as trial? of this chapter, as of as the chapter, of the chapter that I am reading it, this person's subtitle when he is introduced is. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not most wanted man. I added that to it. It's wanted man in the flower capital. So I'll give you this: Who is the man who carries two scythes? Who is a wanted man in the flower capital? Oh, that's that Frieza-looking motherfucker. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't. I don't remember his name. Okay. Uh, so you know, yeah, Ed, got it. Back yeah. on the board, Ed. And by back, I mean on the board. Uh, Steven. His name's Shishio. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I, I did this, this last... Not this manga, he isn't. <laughs> I did this last week, so let's go with 942. Oh, my God. Okay. So I gotta pick something really fucking tough here. Um, 
I'm not looking at the chapter. That's good. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> Basically wrote it. That was the unspoken part. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a second, because this one I have to be a little more clever. Mm. Okay. Mm, no, that's a stupid question to ask. Um, <laughs> Who translated this chapter? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, what are the two things that Orochi used to pollute? Uh, so you know, quote unquote. Uh, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? It's um, is it sludge and grime? Ooh, no, you got one of them. Sludge Anyone? and weed. Yes, Ed. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I had to make it harder because. It's pretty fresh in our minds here. Um, okay, uh, Sam. Is that, is that one point each or something? Uh, let's say 920. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Steven, you're right. Oh, no, I said both. I just gave it to Ed. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Sam. What did you say? 920? 920. Um, okay. Let's, let's see what we got. Guess who else is in silhouette in this chapter? Um, no, that's not the question. I was just mentioning that. Actually, no. You know what? Um, there are four major characters who are silhouetted in this chapter. Name all four. Uh, if you can't name all four, someone could steal and get the whole point. Ashura Doji, mm-hmm. Kawamatsu, Denjiro. Who would the fourth one no, be? No, you're, you're ready. Oh, oh sorry. No, no, no. Part. I'm sorry. The, you are right. The, the Akazaya 9 are in it. So I will say... Other, other than that Akazaya 9 panel, there are three characters who are, um, who are silhouetted. Just name those so three. Three silhouetted characters who are not Akazaya 9 characters. Correct. Wow. Huh. I didn't realize how many characters were silhouetted in this chapter. Uh, is Odin in it? That's one. Oh! Uh... Oh, so is it like Odin, uh, Kawamatsu? Nope. Would no. anyone like to seal? Toki. Oh, that's two. And who's three? Yuri. Um, okay. And... What am I giving everyone a point there? <laughs> you can't. No, you had to let Alex finish that, but oh, it's okay. I'll give each of you a point because is that the same chapter as the? I was gonna say Hiyori, Yep, so. that was all right. Yeah. Is it the same chapter? Alex, as the, I'll still give you a Akasaya point. Nine guys. Yes, that is. You were also right about that. So, ever just all three of you get points. Um, Alex, <laughs> pick a number. Uh, uh, and Stephen, I'll give you a point for that other one since I don't want to be a dick. Nine, um, go ahead. Nine, nine thirty-five. Nine thirty-five. I can wear in a mass chapter. Yeah, how long does this go on for anyway? Until someone hits yeah. five. And Ed, you. Oh, oh okay. so the current yeah. score. Alex has two, Ed has three, Steve has zero, Stephen has one, and Sam has two. Um, So I'll ask you a pretty similar question here. Who is the Vice Warden Scorpion Smile Fruit user, Alex, in this chapter? Uh, Let's see. Um, Like his name? His name. I'll let you know when you guys could steal. Yes, Mr. Scorpion. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> it's just call me Hank. Uh, can we? Is it? Mm, would it be? Mm. <laughs> would it? Would I get partial points if I called him president? No. I don't know why you would want to call him president either. The president of calendars. That was the translation <laughs> of the name. Yeah, the oh, translation of oh, oh, yeah, pre- I didn't like know of that. the of Can the I card steal? game that he's based off. Yes, of. go for it. Daifugo. Yep. Ah, fuck. Yeah. Ed, pick a number. Um, nine forty-one. Nine forty-one. That's two weeks ago now. So you might think it's fresh in your head, but it is not. That's not two weeks ago. It's longer than that. I'm just reading this now. Bring me my horse. Um, <laughs> bring me horse. Bring me horse. <laughs> bring me horses. Um, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Let me find something here. Um. Okay. Uh, what note? Or oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. What note does "quote unquote" Shuten Maru leave for Holden? Oh, oh, hmm. <sighs> Want to give up? Or yeah, uh, it's it's about how he like breaked up the town, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, that's what happens. Would anyone like to steal? Is it it's suck that the Mountain Bandits were here? I heard it from Sam, so I'm going to give it to yeah. Sam. I don't know, Alex, did you say it too? I didn't hear. No, I said it's a note of surrender, which is probably... No, no, no. So Sam gets the point. Uh, the score is 3-3, three to three, Ed and Sam, and 2-2, two to two, Stephen and Alex. And then there's Steve, and it's your turn. Uh, 9... 9-13. 9-13. Um, okay, 913. Um, I don't know how much of a dick I want to be with this question. It's an old chapter, man. You know you want to be one. Okay, um, so there are two moves that, I'm sorry, there are three moves that Hawkins uses in this chapter. All you have to do is name one of them. Attacks. Whatever you want to call them. Uh, and if anyone gets the other two, including you, Steve, um, you will get additional points. So we could end this. Uh, the mm-hmm. straw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say the word. Straw. Straw. Say a second word. Not strawberry. Straw. Straw. Straw hat. Man. Okay. Would any Would anyone like to steal? Straw sword. Shuffle. Uh, Alex, you got the you got one. Would you like to take a stab at any of the others? There's two Uh, more. Yeah, I know. Uh, Straw man. Shuffle boogie. Oh, actually, there's only two. One of these was Zoro's, so there's only one other. Uh, straw doll? No, they, I don't. Actually, I'm not even positive that this is what he's calling the move. He says "card of pursuit," and it's written as if it's the, um, mm. as if it's this guy, the giant straw man. 
but um, oh, that might no, actually not be I him. I wouldn't say that. Okay, yeah. so you you got the only one, so it's fine. Um, so we so all have good job, Alex. Uh, no, Stephen has two, and Steve has zero. But well, Stephen, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I don't know, like nine thirty four. Nine thirty four. Um. Oof. Okay. All right. Um, name three of the big mom pirates that are in this chapter. Oh, if you name others, I will give you points. <laughs> There's a oh, lot. That sounds... um, does this not include big mom? This does not include big mom. Okay. Big mom pirates. Okay. So this was probably, um, you, if you name three, you get one point, and any above that, you get additional points, which means it can okay. end here. All right, let's see. Well, there's probably Prospero, That's Smoothie. One. That's two. Um, I want to say Daifuku. That's three. That's and two. who else? I could count. Who else was in this? Um, the thing is, I don't know if I can name all of these people, but there's a lot. Yeah, there's a few in the background. Yeah, Oven wasn't there, was he? No, no, Oven was not okay. there. I didn't think so. So, no. would anyone like to steal Montdor and Montdoria? Okay, I'm gonna give you both a point. Glit. Um, which she one's Glit? I think she is she, there. She got the, the short skirt and the, the curls. The blonde one with the yeah, with no smoothie eyes. Yeah. No. She's got it's, red hair in the anime. No, the one with the horns is there. Mm, that's Galat, yeah. Oh, that is Galat. Okay, so I don't yeah, get that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you say Amond? Okay. Smoothie? Amond is not there. As far as I can tell. there? Steven said oh, smoothie. Oh, actually, that, okay. I don't know if that's Amond, but there is a woman wearing a hat in the background, but not that hat. Uh, it's Malva Stacy. The- <laughs> She's got a new hat. <laughs> okay, uh, the score is four, tied at four, except for Steven and Steve. Oh, um so Sam, you get this last question. You could win the game right here. Okay. Nine ten. Nine ten. Going with the first like full chapter here. Alright, let's see what we got. This is actually a hard one to um because there's not like a lot of new things that we see here. Just give me one second. Okay. Which character told Nami that the entrance to Wano is perilous? The brook? No, that's not the answer. Would anyone like to steal? Probably Kinemon, right? Kinemon. Yeah, Steven got Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. got four points now. No, uh, Steven has <laughs> oh. three. Steven has three. Oh. And Steve has zero, um, which you keep Wait, rubbing think... in his face. But No, no, no. Steven got points from the last question, so he yeah. should. No, we only said two of the three. Remember no, I said, said if you... No, you said oh, Paris Paris three? and Smoothie and... Uh, was and okay, okay. You're right, you're right. Okay, so it's four for everyone. Thank you, Ed. I thought I remembered that, yeah. All right. So, Ta- Alex, you have a chance to win here. Pick Great. a number. Let's win this. Uh, nine, eighteen. It's definitely 
the most exciting, I feel like, of these games we've played. Um, okay. These are fun games. I like this. Yeah. I'm probably going to do this more in the future because it's also easier for me to prepare. <laughs> and by that, yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't have to do anything. Sorry, Steve. Um, all right. Let's see what we got here. Um, okay. Alex, what okay. is the what is the name of the um, vehicle that brings all the food into, or that Luffy uh, steals to bring all the food into Okoboroi Town? Uh, that is the it's like the giant treasure ship, treasure boat. I'm gonna only accept since we're so close here. I'm only gonna accept the actual full. Mm title mm. gonna be more give him a few strict. more seconds because i'm about to bust this one all right alex do you want to do you want to give give it one more shot uh it's the <laughs> you're very close uh the sorry i, I i'm from a busy town uh the uh <laughs> the golden okay who would like to steal <laughs> it's the treasure treasure barge, barge. yeah there you go steven steven yes. keeps his title just yes. barely. Swooped in. Did, did, Swooped did in. my mic not catch me saying that? Like, <laughs> you were like, you were, like you second behind him. Yeah. Oh, you said it? Yeah, like a very close second. Blame it on Steven. internet connections. <laughs> Damn lag. Yeah. Um. That, that was fun. Um. So the final score five four 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 zero. Um. <laughs> sorry, Steve. Uh. Next time, hopefully you could catch up there. So it's Hayaki for Steven. Uh. And he keeps his title. Um, I don't know what we'll, the Yokozuna of uh, of trivia for yes. this week. Um, right. add, add that on next time I'm on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I should totally do that. Every time you keep winning trivia, you get to be called the Yokozuna for the following week. Um, okay, like so that's that. going to do it for the One Piece podcast. We will be back next week, uh, maybe for a reverie refresher. We'll see. Um, and we'll be back. the f Actually, the following week, we will be in Japan so we'll let you know what's going to happen then. Uh, but until then, my name is Zach. My name is Ed. My name is Steve. And my name is Alex. We'll see you next week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>